0: Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, the podcast where those of us from Level Up uh, pick a topic of the week and then we gather some friends to discuss it. Uh, This week we're talking about baseball, specifically the new 2020 wholly modified edition of baseball that we've got. Uh, I'm Scott and joining me this week uh, we have... Greg. What what team do you like, Greg?
1: I don't know. Uh, Baseball is a game... For everybody. All right. <laughs> the, 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 the Phillies are
2: my team.
0: I figured I was going to be the Phillies.
2: And I'm I'm, I'm Joe. Uh, I enjoy the Phillies just because we're in this area, but my team of choice is the San Francisco Giants.
0: All right.
2: And I'm Harry, uh,
3: another Phillies fan just born and raised. But today I am also representing the Philadelphia Athletics, which is probably the most successful sports franchise in philadelphia still even though they haven't played here since the
0: 1950s hey man we got uh philly fans you got to take it where you can get it uh I, i've grown up in a. I, I don't have a, a horse in this race as it were um i do sport
1: there uh scott yeah i know
0: i'd prefer the phillies to win um just because i grew up my dad's a big philadelphia sports fan my brother's a huge cubs fan okay, so like yeah. I would like them to win. I was very happy for him when they won the World Series, uh, which I never thought was going to happen in my life, I guess, back to the future, too, other than that. Um, But, yeah, so uh, this is kind of a crazy year for sports uh, in general, and uh, we're a week into the new season of baseball. Um, I guess let's go over, like, what, you know, now that we have – we live in this post-apocalyptic disease world uh, where – we're, we, people are getting ravaged by the coronavirus there. The games can't be played like normal, so we have a truncated season. There's uh, no fans in the stands. Uh, how do you guys feel about the new season of baseball and how it's structured?
1: Um, I, I mean, it's here. It's nice that it's, it's, they're playing the game. Um, there was a lot of mistakes made to uh, start the season up. Uh, this could have been – they could have started a month-plus ago. Um, but that being said, too, with with the pandemic going on, and, and well, I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. Like they already rav- had the COVID already ravaged the Marlins, so having it a month started a month ago might have been even worse, because uh, that was kind of like the peak of like when it was really getting bad, and like in the in the Sun Belt and and the West Coast. Um, but I'm, I'm glad they're playing. I'm glad they were allowing people to opt out. I think they were, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and apparently they can opt it's, back it's, in. Yeah, it's it's nice to have sports. Yeah, I just saw that. Not that sports are important, but it's it's a nice thing to have something else to do besides like binge watching a show or you know, other things. But sports is, you know, as weird as it sounds, it's not important, but it is important to a lot of people.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I've i I'm, I'm a baseball guy, I always have been. So I have the MLB package uh, on online, I've had it when it was just audio and radio stuff, which I love. It's still the Uh, best way to listen to a game. I'm a radio guy through and through. But um, even when they weren't playing and they were supposed to be playing, because the season should have started in April, uh, I was watching Phillies games and Giants games of each day because I was home. So I was watching that. Mm -hmm. But uh, having it on now, it's different. It's weird. Uh, I don't mind it. The audio of the fans and stuff doesn't bother me pumping through, because again I'm a radio guy. So listening to a game, if I wasn't watching on TV, I wouldn't know there's no crowd because it's just that ambient noise. I I like that that little kid isn't saying "Let's go, family!" <laughs> all the, the time. Hours. hours, hours. hours. Um, but you know, like like Greg said, there were some mistakes. I mean, not to have a contingency plan for something like that happening in Florida. Uh, three days before the season starts, not having a plan B for Toronto, who the city said it was okay for them to play, but the country itself said, no.
3: Uh, <laughs> stay where you are. You
2: players in the U.S., you can stay there. But they had no backup plan. Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania didn't want them. Like, no one wanted them, and they didn't have plans. But like, like Greg said, it's, it's back. It's here. We can watch it. There's something to be said about having it on TV for those who like baseball. I know there's something going to be on TV and every game matters. Cause there's, it's a shortened season. It's yeah. 60 games in 66 days. So it's, it's a, it's a sprint right away instead of a long drawn out season, which could be good for the, for the everything. And it could be bad, but I'm happy it's here. It's weird, but I'm happy it's here.
0: On the topic of the 60 games thing, uh, I can be described at best as a casual baseball fan Um Part of the reason I, I have trouble keeping up with it is just there's so many games and it just goes long. on forever. I think having 60, or at least maybe not 60 specifically, but I think having it be a little bit shorter and sweeter. And like you said, each game counts a lot more now. I think I prefer something like that. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I know Joey, I know you like live, breathe and eat baseball. So I'm sure I, having I, having it all year like is more, more what you want. But uh, I, I don't know how you guys feel about just a shorter season in general.
3: It's tough because they were competing with um, a lot of other sports. The later you go in the year, you're competing with football. And the earlier in the year, you're competing with the basketball finals and the hockey finals. And this year, now they're competing with – kind of everything because everybody got pushed back, but, you know, baseball had that golden opportunity where they could have maybe, you know, had June, July to, to themselves. And uh, you know, they, they just, it it fell apart because of the negotiations between the owners and the players, but um, you know, a 60 game season, it's a perfect chance for baseball to try every crazy rule change that they've been talking about for the last few years. It's like, let's just, you know, we're going to change the extra innings rules. We're going to open up the playoff uh, field, you know, so that 16 teams make it. So, I mean, baseball's throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. And, you know, for a lot of purists, none of these changes are very good and we could talk about that. But, um, oh, yeah, get
0: into it. <laughs> you know, if,
3: if there was ever a season where you wanted to try baseball, like just in general, try it out, see what it's like. This is um, the new one. You know this would be the one because you you could find a lot of great storylines in a condensed season every game counts as like 2.5 games or something they've been talking about in a regular season so um you know getting swept by a team is a really big deal because you're losing almost like nine games in what would be a regular season so um you know it's it's going to be a
1: sprint it'll be fun to watch uh, i'm gonna play a little devil's advocate on that saying they're uh, having like all these different new rule changes now i think it might have been the perfect time. The problem is now, is that it's a shortened season. It's the baseball's trying to get people to watch baseball because it's a it's a sport that's starting to lag behind other sports um, because it's considered boring um, by the by a lot of people. We can get to that a little bit, um, which I kind of want to in a little while. But um, yeah. But but now having all these new real these new weirder rules, especially especially like the man on second base at the end of the. At the, or for overtime extra innings like the the three pitcher rule, like baseball. Baseball at its purest is a pretty simple sport, and it's not hard to get into. And that's where I think they blew the chance at. Like if this if they just keep it simple, stupid, just kind of if they want to bring people back into this sport, play as youth baseball going all the way through. I think it's the wrong time to have all these new rule changes. The only thing I could maybe say is the DH. I could kind of see that a little bit because. DH has been around for a really long time, and now you know NL is finally going to probably adopt that in the next couple of years for, for for long haul. But oh, it's I, I not think, going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I just don't. I don't with all these new weird rules. I don't know if that will turn possibly turn new people away. If there's new people watching, um, like you said, because like tomorrow is the first game of basketball, the hockey season starting up again. So it's like they missed a really good opportunity to bring people who 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 who, who like I said earlier. There's people who live in die sports. Having baseball being the only sport, it might have brought a ton of people back who, who lapsed watching because it's the only sport that, or only American sport that's going on right now. Because I know, I know soccer started a little while ago and some other sports here and there. but And one of the first major. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my opinion on, on the, the rule changes. Like, I, I, I'm glad they're trying stuff. But I think the problem is it's just the speed of the game in general. We, we can get into that in a little while too. But um, that's my opinion on, on the rule changes right now.
2: Yeah, well, I think what's the rule change is it's hard because there's not, it's like in life, you can't please everything. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we're all generally National League fans, kind of enjoy the National League style of ball with managing and pitching and this and that. So, the DH wasn't my preferred thing. Mm-hmm. But in this shortened season, I understand having it in there yeah. one for safety, two for, you know, you're putting these pitchers in a spot where. And everything that's, it's go, go, go. So yeah, you have a designated hitter. It's not the worst. I don't like the men on second thing. I think that's a little like, because I mean, all it takes is someone to hit a single out into the outfield and you got a fast guy on second and the game's over. It like,
3: it's, was used four times over the weekend. We've only had a weekend worth of play up to this point when this airs, it's going to be later, but it was used four times. All four games ended in the 10th inning um, in different ways. So it, it, it solved what baseball wanted, which was they didn't want these marathon games. But is that I, a lot of pitchers, uh, one of the pitchers actually uh, in Cleveland spoke out and said that this rule is just awful because it, it makes, it makes the back of a bullpen. It, it's very, very stressed, you know,
2: unnecessarily. It's going to uh, kill people's careers. You give up yeah. that extra hit in the 10th inning. These guys that may have had a job are going to lose it. Cause I oh, ain't giving up a run. I man. mean, yeah, it's they, they get
1: paid for the ERAs, their whip, you know, uh, yeah. And then when they pitch one to, to one guy and they hit that single, you know, that's going to kill their stats and that could over- lose them hundreds of thousands of dollars. But going back to what Harry said about, you know, it's what baseball wanted, shorter in games. I, short, shorting the games in overtime is not what I want. I want shortened games or short games, possibly in, you know, the first inning through ninth inning. And part of that is, I think, getting back to basics. Now it's home run, strikeout, you know, it's just get back to like hitting the ball, like hits – it can be long or longer, but if you keep it exciting, if you have people hitting, hitting, getting a couple hits at an inning, it doesn't matter if it goes like three hours plus because then you're 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 involved. But like when it's just strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, possible home run or here or there, it's like then when it's a four-hour game, you're like nothing's happening on the field. It's that part's boring to me, and like even though I'm not super, I'm not you know that old, but like 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s, that the, the pace of play, like. There's a clear thing. What there's a clear reason why the pace of play is so much slower now, um, and they seem to get back to like
2: learning how to hit the ball. Yeah, that's that's a lost art apparently. <laughs> Which is weird. Major thing that's ball. needed in baseball: <laughs> hitting. I don't know how to
0: do it. Well, I was about it's, to say my favorite games are always the ones where it's like a pitcher's duel. Like it's I just love pitchers. Oh, uh, pitchers duel is be, the best. Yeah.
1: You can still have a good pitcher's duel and and a yeah. long. You can still have, it's that can still be exciting. It's just there's something I, I just.
0: Well, I, don't know if, uh, I don't know if I'm a little biased in that because my brother used to play ball like all through school and like in college and stuff and he's a pitcher so uh, at a certain point I stopped playing catch with him because he was throwing way too hot uh, and it scared <laughs> the hell out of me but, um, hurt. but because of that I'm like oh I appreciate like pitchers a lot more so I really like pitcher duel games I find them more exciting than just hitting grand slam I mean when you're just, you're just blasting homers and stuff like I find that I've, there's an excitement to that too don't get me wrong um, but, like, I, I find pitchers a more, more interesting. Where, like, every pitch and every swing matters. Like, I think it becomes a more tense game.
3: And I think that's where, you know, the National League losing the DH, you lose a little something there. Because, you know, yeah, the pitchers now don't have to, to uh, bat. And that was always considered a, an automatic out, you know, when, when they were going up to bat. But I don't know. There was just that strategy that is just thrown out the window completely now uh, when you don't have to account for, Oh my gosh, this is a big spot in a game. Do I, do I pinch hit this guy, but he's, he's throwing really well. Um, I'm going to miss that so much okay. when this DH uh, becomes a universal thing for both leagues.
0: Can is I there... ask you guys a question? Cause like I said, at best I'm casual. Why is there a national league and an American league? I don't understand. Cause I know it's like that in football and stuff too. I never understood the multiple leagues within the league. Uh, where does that come from? Like I don't, I don't get it.
2: It was just decided they went, eh, we're going to say no I think it was a it's one league started, and then they someone else was like, "I want to start a league myself." and, and then they, they end, end up playing. I mean like in, in the NFL was that way that there was the you know the American National Football league. Conference right. Yeah, so it's just that's how it worked and it blends. and those lines change all the time. I mean, I mean, the Brewers, for one, are in the National League Central. When I'm growing up. For parts of the times, they were an American League team. So, like, they juggled. The I don't the remember most that. I don't, that's I remember that's why group. I
0: always found it weird. I, I, I always thought it was strange. The well, a
2: lot of
3: people who aren't familiar with baseball find it weird that they play by two different sets of rules.
0: Yeah, that too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, at least in because... football, it's the same game.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? because when you have the World Series, you know it. it I always felt like uh, the national league was at a bit of a disadvantage because they're not built to have a DH on the team. Um, Now I was going back through some of like the statistics and, you know, it looks pretty even, I want to say, but, um, and especially lately the last few years, it's been kind of flip flopping, but um, yeah, the national league isn't built with a DH in mind. So you're pulling somebody off the bench that, you know, maybe is a pinch pinch hitter during the season. And, you know, you're expecting that guy to hit the home runs like a DH would for an American league team. So I don't know. It's weird that they played by two sets of rules for so long.
2: Yeah, and now now that they try it, they're never going back. No, and the the players and the owners like it, so it's something they actually agree on. (laughs) It's like one of the few things they're going to keep it. That's the one thing that gives it gives more players career, longer careers, and it gives a team like say the Phils, who signed Harper for 13 years. Right now he's in his prime. He's going to be great in the field. He's going to be fine. He's going to hit. He's going to do stuff. But by year 12, might not be that good in the field. But now you have them batting. So you have that luxury. And other teams that, you know, maybe were missing that piece. And the only free agent they could get was, like, like the last few years that J.D. Martinez what, before he signed with the Red Sox. He was the big number. And that could help the team out tremendously. But he wasn't going to go to a National League team because he can't play defense. <laughs> right. So you're not going to put him out there and risk defense. So now that gives that option. That's, I think that's the one I'm okay with. The three pitcher rule. I I really I always thought you had a like three batter per pitcher. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to like no matter what go to the three pit like batters, but then I I heard it's like three batters, or the end of the inning. End of the inning, yeah. So I was like, all right, that's not as bad. Like, cause then it's not like oh, he got one guy out, gotta come back for two more. Like it makes a little easier, but i don't see how that. But you were I mean, talking about it people's. up the game like this much, but not really. You were talking about people's careers. There were people who made an entire
3: career out of being the lefty specialist for the one guy that they have to pitch yeah. to, and like that was it. That was the entire reason why they were on the roster. And now those guys are kind of out of luck because they have to face three, three uh, batters. I expected to see a lot more uh, fake injuries. You know, like the soccer injury. You know, a mm-hmm. guy throws to one guy. Oh my arm! I can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. I um,
3: but I haven't seen that happening yet.
0: I mean, I've been hit by a baseball. Then things y- <laughs> Yeah, <so>. they
2: do. <laughs> yes, they do. I bat left-handed, and growing up, not many people batted left-handed. Uh so every, too, Joe. I so, play, play yeah. baseball. We would, uh, you know, always add borrow your gloves. Yeah, so Love every me. batter, every kid who learned how to pitch, learns how to throw away from a right-handed batter but away from a right-hander batter is right in the back of a left-handed batter. Yeah. yeah. So I got pegged a lot. Just,
0: uh, I, used, uh, I guess when we we're talking about uh, growing up playing baseball, what position did you guys play? I was catcher. I loved it because I had all of this like armor on me so I couldn't get hurt. It's the most
2: important position on the field. Yeah. Or plus the-
0: like I, you know, you don't have to run around nearly as much.
2: Yeah, but um, you're, you're owning the game. You're doing the game. The game is. Oh enjoyable. yeah, and
0: you're involved in yeah. every play. And I you, love you're being off.
2: And your knees though, your knees go bad real quick. Oh. Well,
0: I'm paying for that now. <laughs> knees As I, back. Also, I also used to. Oh yeah, trust me. And yeah, maybe I used to blame my injuries more on hockey, but uh, yeah, I guess being a catcher really hurt me for a whole while. But, it adds uh, up. Yeah, yeah no, I, I
1: mean, for, for me, like I didn't really play organized baseball. The um, only time I really played was in school, and since I was not so athletic. Um you picked last and put in left field, so that's where I kind of played. I uh...
3: go ahead here. Oh no, I, I played a steady right field. Like they were like, ah, uh, this kid's a liability. We're just gonna throw him out in the outfield. Um, and I was great with t ball. Like when the ball was stationary, and I just had to go <laughs> up. And hit, it. I was a star. And then when the kids started live throwing to me, I you know I was like Joe. I got hit a couple times, and like that was it. I, I, I... was. Ducking out of the batter's box on almost every pitch, my coach took baseball bats and put them in the box behind me so I would stop jumping out uh, <laughs> of the box. Um, and until uh, at a certain point, we got we had pitching machines instead of kids actually pitching to us. Yeah. And once the pitching machine came in, I was I was good. I could I could hit again, but you no, know, I couldn't <laughs> do the live live pitching.
0: I, I, I do I do love playing baseball, but it's one of those things is you need so many players. It's a hard game to just kind of like spontaneously
1: have. True. Now. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like that was the,
2: that's what you did. You
1: yeah, but the...
0: that's but like I'm saying like that's why I would play like you organized like
2: you know little league. That's why all my gloves uh, are still in uh, my car. Yeah, like, I'm ready whenever. Ryan, <laughs> maybe
0: we should play some catch. Uh, I'm once...
2: I'm always I'm game I'm game yeah. all the time. I uh I played, I played, pretty much all of my youth up until like. Sophomore year of high school, Uh, and I played all over, but generally I was a third baseman, so I played in the infield. I was good defensive. Um, I had a catch one year because of the team I was on. No one could throw the ball from behind the plate being on their knees and reach second base except me, so I had to to play there. But I was always – defense was always my uh, specialty. I was like a Brooks Brooks Robinson at third. Not that good, but uh,
0: (laughs) –
2: uh but uh I, I you know my hitting was tough because i batted left-handed not many people could throw really well to me but i i, I would get on base and then i would hustle i always called if i got pegged which was every game <laughs> uh it was baseball pain or like if you played a lot and your hand got all red right here because i mm, i yeah. use the same glove that i've u- used since i was like 13 it's like this big it's it's my favorite glove but there's no padding my hand turns bright red or swells up i don't care it's baseball pain and. I'm all right with it. Nothing better. I, I mean, than like the, uh, like you said earlier, I live, breathe the sport. I
3: love baseball of all kinds. Yeah. So, <laughs> nothing better right. than the aluminum bat. You know, when oh. you have those early morning practices, oh, you get that <laughs> clunk, like, Sing. Sing.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Way
3: up your hands. Oh, good,
2: good times.
0: All right. Well, do you guys prefer aluminum or wood?
2: I mean, I always yeah, play with I aluminum just because that's what we always had. But yeah, that's yeah. what I
0: did too. But
1: I know there's I'm, people I'm, that
0: are like diehard wood bat guys.
1: I love the sound of the aluminum bat. I mean, more so than the wood. But mm. I I played, like I said, I played very, it was only like in high school and middle school and they only had aluminum bats. So it's like, that's all I really knew. Yeah. And the, I, yeah.
0: I say, I did know one kid uh, that had a wood bat, but he was definitely corking it.
1: Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Break it uh, open.
0: But um, earlier, just circle back to something someone said earlier, mentioned about baseball being like, quote unquote, boring. Uh, to talk about that, I love playing baseball. I love going to live games. Um, it's probably my favorite sport to watch live. On TV, I find it intolerably slow. It's it's so little happens in between commercial breaks. Then you watch commercials for forever. Then like maybe you see like one or two more batters, and it's just like it. And because I'm on TV, whoa whoa, like, whoa, whoa. you, you
1: see all three batters. They very rarely, uh, don't the pitching <laughs> changes. The, the chain. trouble they they watching
0: don't... it on TV, I think, is that. <laughs> There's so much. It's so much. So easy to find something much more engaging. Well, at the click uh, of a button.
1: I, I kind of like. Let, let, let me ask group this too, since kind yeah. of talking about the boring whatever else. For all, for all four of us, when what, what got you into baseball and when, and especially like, I think like me and Scott, I think the same thing. Like for now, like we we'll get brought back to, but like for me, like I really didn't get into be- Like I remember. You can like baseball in the 93 season with the Phillies because that was just awesome to watch. But even after that, like I always – during that time and, and watching, even during that time, I thought baseball was still boring. As I've gotten older, I've enjoyed it more. Um, I think part of it is for me – maybe I don't like, I don't like it as much at home, even though I do watch it more at home than I used to. But, go, but, the, but the game is really made for like conversation, like while you're sitting there talking. You could talk to your friends, talk to your – your your fellow like um, uh, your your fellow uh, whatever they're called fans and like yeah, because you don't have to be hooked on every pitch or whatever. You can talk and 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 talk about the game. So you can do more than one thing. Where like this that's like the one sport you can do that, which I really enjoy the aspect of it. Where like I can still watch the game, but I can still talk to Joe or you or Harry while the game's going on because it's not like just back and forth, back and forth like hockey and. And basketball is – football does it well on TV where it doesn't look like it's – where it looks like it's fast, but it's live
2: pretty slow, actually, football.
0: Oh, no. It, yeah, football's um, more boring, I think, than people um, do you want to talk about
2: commercials. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Stop football it and baseball to play every are five are seconds, penalties.
1: Oh. Yeah. But I think for me, like, baseball – I started, like, in baseball probably when I was in college, so probably, like, 18 to 20 where I sort started, like, started to appreciate the game a lot more and understanding, like, even though I said earlier that there's – Baseball is pretty simple and the rules, like I guess. But once you understand like the like the, the little things about the game and the strategies, it gets a lot. It's like gets a little more interesting. But that's also like the, I don't watch much much baseball anymore. As I said earlier, like it's just the, the, nothing happens in these games anymore. It's all about the strikeouts and the home runs. And there's no small ball. There's no you know slap a pitch down and move the batter to second base or third base. It's just like swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Don't don't swing, don't swing. It's it's. So I'm starting I'm to to not enjoy it as much as I used to.
0: Yeah, it's something to be said for small ball where, like, you keep getting one point ahead of each other and it's just it's going back and forth, like, every run and hit. Like, every time someone's on a base, it's important. Like, that is exciting, too. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to detract if you guys want to chime in about uh, – uh, uh, Baseball
3: uh, origin stories.
0: Yeah, baseball origin stories. I'll go um, last on this one.
3: Joe you want to go next or you want me
2: to take it
3: or so i
0: assume you just came out of the out of the womb, <laughs> of the womb. With, a, with a glove on
1: <laughs> came
2: with out a beard came and out the glove of the two batting gloves on and, and eye pain under my eyes. no it, I, i'll go why not yeah. uh i mean i i think i've always liked baseball uh my my dad played baseball as a kid and i mean i think that's where a lot of people start with their baseball connection or sport or sports in general is kind of like Your dad or your mom, whoever was into it that you were really into, got you into it. So my dad really likes sports and baseball and all all sorts of different sports. But I remember there was a pizza place up the street from me when I was growing up uh, that was called Boston Pizza. So when I was like real young, before I liked any other team, I had a Wade Boggs poster in my bedroom (laughs) only because of that pizza place. Um,
1: (coughs) That's the only Boston guy you're allowed to like ever. I'm okay with Wade Boggs. Just Wade
2: Boggs, no one else? No one else. Not even he- – what about Heathcliff Slocum? It's a cool Heathcliff. name, but no thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, no.
0: Baseball
2: uh, name. <laughs> uh, well, but as it went on, I still liked baseball. Uh, my my – I've always had the Phils around. Obviously, in the 93 World Series was around. My grandfather was really into the Phillies and and stuff like that. So I always had the radio with Harry and, and – uh, you know Richie Ashburn and stuff, but um, in '89 I was seven. Uh, that's when I fell in love with the Giants, because that's when the team was big and my favorite player was Will Clark. Will the Thrill, batted left-handed. I could bat left-handed, so I fell in love with them. And those a no in the '89 World Series. They played Oakland, and that's when they had the earthquake. Uh, I have a connection with Oakland from my dad when he was working a certain job. Used to do game. Used to go up to the vet all the time he came home one day with an A's hat. It's the only reason I have an A's hat, because I just loved it as a kid, but uh, I've loved it ever since. Uh, I love the boringness of it. It's weird, like like Scott was saying earlier, I love pitching duels that nothing happens. Um, I just love that, uh, but I, I've, I guess I was saying before, I guess we po- started the podcast. Currently, I have a screen right here. Uh, I have the baseball package, and I currently have four different games going because I'm sitting here and I can watch whatever. Uh, I've always had that. I had that before they had the TV broadcast. It was only radio. And for me, like TV can be boring, but on this app, on the website, you can watch any team and you can switch the audio from – you can have the TV broadcast but switch it to the radio broadcast which I love because I love Philly's radio. <laughs> like I, I kid you not. I've listened to it. I have it in my car. I can listen to baseball all the time, driving around, listening to other teams. I realize how lucky we are in this area of the radio rock team. We have Larry Anderson is a gift from God. LA. <laughs> He's a gift. He's so good. Cause it makes it, it kills the boringness of it because he makes it seem like, Like Greg was saying, you're talking with a friend or someone who's a fan and you're just talking. That's how it is. It's not so like scripted. Yeah, that's why I I like him so much. Yeah. He's, he's, he talks like, he's an announcer, but he talks like a fan. Exactly. And it makes it so like engaging. And for me, like the radio was it, like growing up when I was a kid, I had to go to bed at a certain time. Wasn't allowed to have the TV on. There wasn't a computer. I didn't have a cell phone. Now, my only, my only fan was a radio. So if I went to bed early, I could turn a game on and just listen to a game. And I mean, I grew up with Richie Ashburn and you know Harry Callis doing doing games. Like I, I mean, I bust chops because I I don't like the Dodgers, but it'd be like living in LA and getting to hear Vin Scully all the time. Like you're 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 lucky, or being in Milwaukee and getting Bob Uecker from mr belvedere fame or 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 i'm lucky because i'm a giants fan i got john miller who used to do the radio broadcast for uh espn and they dwayne Kuiper and, and the other guy did the games for the ea's uh, baseball games so i've loved it forever but i'm rambling so harry what's your origin story <laughs> <laughs> no ramble away uh it's funny you guys have a
3: few years on me i'm i'm the baby of the group uh i was born in 88 uh but uh Phillies fans, you know, in our household, all, all up and down, uh, but the 93 World Series, I mean, I was really little, but I remember certain things, especially the sadness, mostly the I was sadness. I crushed. crushed.
2: Um, <laughs> Touch <laughs> them all,
3: Joe. Oh. Mostly the sadness. And, and and speaking of Joe's, Joe gave me a great gift one year of uh, all the tickets uh, from the World Series, which was, was awesome. Um, got it framed. Uh, it's actually downstairs. But uh, So that World Series was a big part of getting me interested, but it's, you know, a lot of my story is like Joe's. My dad uh, played when he was younger. He was a pitcher um, down in his area. And, you know, he got me started on all Philly sports. So he set me up for a lifetime of uh, learning about failure and disappointment, <laughs> uh, but, but you learn a lot in this in this area. <laughs> yeah, 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 all four Philly sports. But uh, no, even our horse football. had
0: problems. <laughs>
3: Baseball was a big one for me because I was playing it as as a young uh, young kid and and so Man. getting yeah getting to go to the vet and seeing it at the major league level um, and the the park was only you know 45 minutes 50 minutes away from my parents' house it was it was awesome my dad had a guy who he worked with uh, his boss had season tickets and uh, he would uh, split them up uh, in thirds basically among everybody and on staff and uh, and my dad had like a third of a season ticket package which was really really cool we got to go to a lot of games uh that way so um I remember a lot of school nights where I was at the ballpark at you know 10 30 11 o'clock I had school the next morning so my dad's looking at the the innings and he's like all right well maybe we'll leave in the seventh maybe we'll leave in the eighth you know <laughs> and yeah. then if we did leave early I'd have uh the radio and and you know to, to Take me back over the Walt Whitman Bridge. So,
1: never get um, It, it was great. I, I mean, like I love, as much as a shithole was part of the language. The Vet was an awesome place to watch a baseball game. I missed a vet, yeah. I mean, it was. I, I mean, th- there was some stuff I saw in the seven and then higher level near near, uh, near the video boards. I I can't talk about it on you know <laughs> you'll never forget on a g on a g on a pg uh thing but uh well
0: you just made us pg-13 with your potty language yeah i'm sorry and, uh, <laughs>
1: but the, the vet like i love going to the vet like just driving up there and you know, it was five bucks to get in or something like that just and just went to the the highest pitch you can go and just hang out and be stupid with your friends like, they didn't care like nobody cared at, at that point when the in like when the, when the feelings weren't drawing like you could do whatever you wanted to do and you would never be bothered it better otherwise.
0: Say talking about their vet reminds me because I, I went to a couple of ball games there. Like we're way up in the nosebleeds. Like oh, the same know, year, loved it. Loved it. But um, I remember going there a couple times when I was a kid with my dad, and like he would give me there would be like those um like programs or whatever you can use to like fill in the strikeouts and stuff of each inning. Scoring a game. Yeah, yeah scoring a game. Like he used to put me in charge of that. and made me feel like I was involved in the game. But um, that was a lot of fun. But like my origins. Everyone else, my dad was into it, so I just kind of was always around it. I played, you know, I start off with the kids, you play t-ball, and, like, I played up through, like, middle school. Um, then I kind of, like, lost my taste for it. Because that's the part where, like, once puberty kicked in, like, the people who were going to be athletically inclined kind of really shot away from the people like me that weren't. Um, I found my sport uh, later if we do a hockey episode. Uh, I can talk about uh, – That's how- the sport I, 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 I play too. Uh, we can talk uh, about that weird. later. I wasn't good, but I was fast and would slam into things really hard. So in that game, that kind of worked for you. <laughs> but um, uh, but I remember going. Remember when the Surf first opened up? I went to like every single game that they played there. I'm so mad, for, I like the first that. couple seasons. I
1: know. I don't want So painful. sad to
0: see that stadium now. But I, I loved going to the Surf games.
1: I, I really want. I know. Nothing off a of tangent, but I, I hope Atlantic City gets their. Stuff together or whatever, and gets a baseball team back here again and like actually promotes it and like and helps like grow the fan base because it was so much fun on the surf games or the uh yeah, the boardwalk yeah. bullies games or the card sharks games or just recently the other football team that was here. for I think, what they're called,
0: Jack or something.
1: jacks I mean, I oh, know don't the whole forget
0: recording. about the,
2: the Philadelphia Soul or no, the yeah. Philadelphia Seagulls the yeah. I don't know Atlantic City Seagulls the basketball team they yeah, met oh, I used to go to Seagulls games
0: I remember them
1: but go, but uh, but the stadium the Surf Stadium was a great park to go to and I it's a shame cuz I would go there I would like to go there like all the time now. just like after work or whatever just like I'm going to go five bucks go see a baseball game it
0: was yeah, it was, no, bad it was a lot
1: of fun yeah and I think I could play better than some of these people on the field could you but... play better than Pete Camelia? <sighs> I think it, I think the answer I that probably guys. could <laughs> he was that one I of my first cool.
3: favorite baseball players,
1: Pete like Just the name wow. is awesome. yeah,
0: cuz oh, yeah. cuz Harry is the baby of the group. He would have been younger than us when that came in. Yeah, Mickey Morandini.
2: Oh, I love Pete yeah, he Kevin stalker Love Kevin yeah. stalker he said his name wrong. Mickey Morandini. Correct. That's a, yeah. the correct yeah. way of pronouncing it. Every Mickey every Morandini. Morandini. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Every syllable. <laughs> I
0: Thanks can't remember anyone right anyone's name like in regular life and I haven't thought about serve players in like 10 years
2: man i'll randomly think about a player and i'm like oh i gotta talk about him and then i'm like who would know that's the good <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite thing that i still get to do is my dad and i still talk about baseball and he's the same way like he grew up outside of pittsburgh so when he was growing up i mean you had you know bill Mazeroski and and roberto clemente i've
0: heard of roberto clemente
2: that's an <laughs> name all the <very> famers <laughs> they, they won some games are you sure that first thing he says the Hall of Famer? I've never heard of him before. Bill Mazeroski? Yes. Yeah, whatever his name is. Have Hit a home run bench- to win, win oh, the World sorry. Series against the Yankees? Yes, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, but he'll, he'll name random players. And, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, I threw out Heathcliff Slocum earlier. Like, <laughs> I think about Heathcliff Slocum all the time because it's a fun name to say. And he was really bad. <laughs> but, no, I, I just, I don't know. I, someone takes it out. Baseball, Expo. but scoring, awesome? that's what I want to talk. Scoring.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Harry is the only person that I've ever gone to a game with who has ever, I've ever seen score a game in a scorebook and it blew yep. me away. I was like, I love baseball, but I've never done that. And that's like amazing to me. I don't know how and to
3: do it. It's a lost art. And it's also a great souvenir. It's like usually two or three dollars in a program, so it's probably one of the cheapest souvenirs you can get in a ball ballpark. And then at the end of the day, I have the entire record of the game that I just watched. Like I'll I'll, I'll randomly find uh, games that I scored like in my bookshelves because you know I just slipped them in, and I'm like, oh, this is what happened. You know, Ryan Howard had four strikeouts this game. Great. I like <laughs> right. make, they're, they're
1: probably bad. <laughs> well, they
3: I have a few uh, Roy Halladay complete games in there, which nice. I'm, I'm, like, really proud of. You know, it's like, wow, it was, I was a witness to that. Like, that was where I was and that is cool. what happened that day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I for me, it keeps me invested on every pitch and every at-bat. I like to watch, you know, what goes on. It's a problem if you have to get up and get, like, a concession or go to the bathroom or if you it never rains. Get up. <laughs> yeah, you never move. Get up. Never get Just up stay. Never. I have That's plenty of uh, up and down the steps. like half finished scorecards in my collection that are like covered in like they're they're all rained rained on because you know it rained halfway through the game. But yeah, um, but I do love scoring a game. It's a, it's a lost art. Greg, I will show you how to do it next time. Sounds talk. good. I would love it. I remember I really...
1: strikeouts. You write as a K, right? <laughs> yeah, those <It looks> backwards <laughs> and forwards. One's a, yep. ones a swing strike. Ones a yeah. looking strike. I forget like, how I, I, I,
0: would I remember a little Back. bit about that how makes to score sense. Game. I never thought about that.
1: Yeah, backwards is strikeout looking.
0: I would say we should all go to a game, but we can't do that anymore.
1: Maybe but next I year. Yeah, 2020, I hope, 2021. Yeah. I was well, that's optimistic
0: can. that there'll be another year.
1: They'll play next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an apocalyptic. It's just, it's a pandemic.
2: <laughs> I know. Um, as much as I love baseball, like, I didn't go to a lot of games growing up. Like, growing up, I literally would go to maybe one or two games. That's it. But usually one. And it was usually when the Giants came into town that's it and then as i've gotten older i've gone to a few more but generally like i never go so for me tv was it or the radio
0: so you so, occasionally see you on tv because you went to a game randomly
2: i've been in a few my dad will text me
0: he's like is that your friend joe <laughs> is he at the phillies game And i'm like yeah, oh yeah probably a, a cubs yeah.
2: game there was one game that harry myself and uh, john are all mutual friend when we went to an Orioles Phillies game. Was it the Phillies or just the yeah. Orioles? No, it was. I, if it's the
3: story I think you're going to tell, it was the Orioles Phillies.
2: Yes, and we, some of us were, out sick from work. Yeah, no, sick. And, <laughs> and someone who uh, remained nameless uh, always talks about a coworker of his who always watches every game. And right as the game started, there's a close up. Of John and Harry just standing there. I'm like, I'm like here, so I'm not in the camera shot.
1: So it was a business person special
3: game. It was yeah, we we had been talking about doing that for years. We were like, oh, we got to go to a business person special. We got to go to a business person special. The Orioles were playing the Phillies. It was a weekday game, and we were like, let's in Baltimore. Do it. In Baltimore, let's take a road trip. Let's do it. It's not that far. Let's go. And like, there was no way I could get out of work to do it. So the same. I the day of. I felt very ill that day. But I, you know, I recovered a little bit. So we went Miraculous to watch, some baseball. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Nobody's ever going to see this. It's the middle of the day.
1: Who's My boss wouldn't let me go.
3: Wouldn't you know, it was like a Ferris Bueller moment where like we, we after the game, we went home and Joe has the, the package. So of course, Joe, being the baseball fan that he is, watches oh, wait, the game we that we it. just attended in person. <laughs> yeah. And
2: I get these texts from Joe that says, She's gonna know you were there. (laughs) You were literally two seconds into it. The game (laughs) didn't even start, they didn't even throw the first
3: pitch, and there they are. Boom! They they were doing like the keys to the game and like the strategies for each team. And like John was all in his Orioles gear, and I was in my Phillies gear. So naturally, they were like, Oh, let's put them together and let's show them for like, yeah, they're
0: natural enemies. Let's put them together. Yeah, perfect. Two
1: interrupted minutes. So uh, I uh, I, got kind of. I have a question also to throw out there. So talking about that, like kind of like that kind of stuff. What stadium is your favorite you've been to? And which which ones have you, you know? Are you dying to go to? Could be in place still, or ones that are still still around but not used for MLB. You know, there's I know there are some certain there can be ones that are still around.
0: I mean, I, I've only really been to a couple stadiums. I went to the Vet, but I was a kid, so I don't really remember know enough. I like the the Sandcastle, which is where the Surf played. Um, uh, what's the new Philly stadium?
1: Citizens Bank. bank. is bank,
0: right? I remember it was a bank. That was nice. And I've been to the it's Greg and I went and saw part of an Orioles game a couple years ago. That was fun.
1: Great um, park.
0: I don't remember much. Cause we had been drinking at the party ahead of
1: time. A lot. We drank a lot that day. Yeah. I
0: drank a lot. Uh, that was a business trip. I drank a lot on. We all did. Um,
2: <laughs> it's a great business trip. I probably drank the least out of you three, but I, uh... Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, Oh my God. I got, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's
2: for another podcast. I, I don't yeah.
0: remember much about the stadium. I just remember I was like, Well, it's a baseball stadium, but like the whole time I was going down there, my dad knew we were going to go to that, and he's like, Oh my god, you gotta go to the stadium, you gotta tell me about it, you gotta like, oh, about the food and all these things. I'm like, It's a baseball stadium, it's all the same stuff to me. To like, uh,
1: see, I wrong. know, I know, oh, that, yeah.
0: Again, like I said, at best, I'm casual.
1: Yeah,
3: well, that's one of the things that I really like about baseball and I tell people that are new to baseball again with the whole like different rules. Yeah, every stadium has different dimensions. So they're not a standard. It's not like a football field where they're always kind of like the same dimensions. The outfield has all kinds of different angles and curves and uh, different like features. One had a flagpole. Like in the playable outfield space for a while the until hill. they took it out. Yeah, the hill. There was a hill. That was so ridiculous. like, uh, the the Yankees played with monuments in their
1: outfield in the in the old Yankee Stadium. I mean, so... yeah, the big the big green monster. <laughs> yeah, right. it,
0: it's one of. Yeah, so much... up the balls, right? You know, when they come near him. Yeah, well, there's so much character
3: in a baseball stadium mm. and, and park, and I think they've done a great job in recent years. Kicked off with Oriole Park at uh, Camden Yards with the movement to move away from these multi-state, multi-purpose cookie cutter uh, stadiums like The Vet to a more intimate ballpark experience uh, where there's better seats, you know, you're closer to the action and uh, it it just feels like a baseball park. And they're like these throwbacks to the olden days when like these ballparks were in the middle of city blocks and you know, you just walked in and you you were right there and it was part of the community.
0: Say so on that note, like I will say, uh, Camden Yards, where the Orioles play, the facade on the building is really cool because it just looks like part of the city, yeah. And I kind of really like that because, like, uh, Citizens Bank is just kind of this monstrosity out on its own,
3: yeah. They, the Phillies get a lot of uh, uh, flack for building their stadium area so far away from the city. I mean, it's not really part of the city like some of these other stadiums are, uh, but no, Camden Yards, I mean, it's really cool, they've incorporated. They incorporated the B&O building, the old train station uh, warehouse building, into part of their stadium. It's a feature, the warehouse. So, um, yeah, I mean, these stadiums all have different personality, and you'll get a lot. There's a lot of people that make a bucket list to go to all the different stadiums, and uh, it's, it's, you'll see something different in each one.
0: My dad's, been, my dad's been retired for a while, but that's one of the things he's been talking about doing. It's like, so, my brother's really into baseball, so it would be like the two of them going on tour uh, yeah. sometime. Obviously, we can't do that now, but I—I uh, I mean, I'd be happy for them. But like, you know, I'm not like jealous. I'm not going. I do. You know jealous. what I mean?
2: I'm jealous of your dad and brother doing that.
0: They haven't done it. They've been talking about that. <laughs> I, I want to go
2: to so Let's many. Let's go, like, Joe. Let's go. Uh, I'm in. Trust me. I know. I'm i have I, 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 wanted that for a while too. Just. I mean, I've—I've I've been outside. I haven't been inside, but I've been outside uh, Fenway, which is right in the middle of town. Uh, I haven't been to many, like. I went to, That's the longest, for the longest time, the only two stadiums I went to growing up, I went to a Phillies game and a Pirates game. And at the time, the Vet and Three River Stadium were the same thing. And when I went to Pittsburgh, they were playing the Phillies. So it wasn't any different. <laughs> I have yet to be, I want to go to PNC Park because really nice. of the the views there. I want to go to Oracle Park, which is the uh, giant stadium out in uh, in San Francisco, I don't want to go anywhere near uh, Dodger Stadium because I'm a Giants fan and I'll get beat up. Trying um, to dodge that one, yeah, dodge it, dodge it quick. <laughs> uh, I was inside um, the Astrodome. They weren't playing any games, but I was in there for like a conference, and That's I was—I don't—I could not tell you what they were talking about in this conference. <laughs> I was like looking around at everything. Yeah, the all the colors of the old Astro stuff were still up there, and I was like, oh my gosh. It's like Bad News Bears, too. This is amazing. Threw that in there. Someone Uh, who will be watching this podcast will get that joke and laugh. You did get to see uh, Mile High, right? I did go to Mile High Stadium. I made a point when I was out in Denver for a wedding to go to – Coors Field or whatever it's called. Coors Field, yeah. Yeah. That was a gorgeous stadium. Um, I got to see the Giants play, which was really great. Uh, But, no, I I would love to go to every stadium. I mean, that's part of it.
1: Yeah, I've more recently I've been to a bunch of – or some stadiums. I mean, thankfully, like, I'm lucky enough where I went to, like like I said, two Holy Grails. I've been to Wrigley and Fenway to see a game. I was going to say, I remember that. um, Yeah, but it's – I'm not a fan of uh, Fenway. It has an – I don't think it's – I I think it's night. Like, it's cool being there, but stadium is not – it's not conducive for what they, like, they built. If, if you're over six
3: feet, I don't know how you fit in the chairs.
1: Yeah, like, there was, there was, like, I went the seats my wife and I got. It was literally right behind a steel girder, so we couldn't see anything. Um, Wrigley, I loved, except the concourse is so, like, like, like you said, like, it still so low, but the concourse is amazing and Wrigley is absolutely amazing. So I'm lucky enough to see those two, which are probably my two, you know, holy grazzle stadiums that are still up. Um yeah, the old guard was it? It's the old guard. They're the last yeah. two. Like I'm bummed I couldn't to go to, uh, you know, the old Yankee Stadium, whatever that was called. It was the Yankee Stadium. I don't know. Yankee Stadium. Um, but the one I want to go to right now, I'm gonna go to um, Milwaukee Stadium. Is the kind of one I'm gonna go to next. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do want to go to Pittsburgh also because I've heard nothing but great things about Pittsburgh.
2: You can hit both. Hit <laughs> them on yeah. the trip. Drive out to Pittsburgh, yeah, I, go I, there, and then drive to Milwaukee.
0: I mean, yeah. Pittsburgh's definitely closer than Milwaukee.
2: Well, why are you going to games, in Cincinnati but, like, and you're
1: fine? Yeah, like, I, I was in St. Louis, but it wasn't baseball season.
2: Um, New Bush Stadium?
1: Yeah, we, we went to, like, the, the, the Bush, you know, the Anheuser-Busch, like, the, the beer, which is fine, too. The, the But, like, there's been other places I've been to where it just wasn't, you know, baseball time. So, I, I've been lucky to be on the coasts. Like, I, I've done Dodger Stadium. I've done
3: the Angels Stadium. Um, because we were out in L.A., and that was just part of – it was worked into the trip. Nice. Um, did you leave early? Then, did you leave the game early? Okay, so Where Did, did, did show the up late and leave early? To yep. answer the question, uh, we were late, but it wasn't from lack of trying. There's one – there's, like, one or two entrances to get into yeah, the stadium. It is the worst traffic you've ever seen in your life, and, like, you have to – it takes up your whole day. Like, in order to make it into a game on time, You've got to leave. Like if it's a seven o'clock game, you've got to get there by like two or three because it's going to, you're going to be late. You're going to be stuck in the parking lot, stuck in traffic. But, but I will say that was probably one of my favorite baseball experiences ever because that crowd was so loud for everything. And it was, it was an exhibition game in September. The Dodgers were already going to the playoffs. And I mean, they were into every pitch, every hit, and it was, Fifty thousand some people, you know, it's more than what C- Citizens Bank can hold because it's it's a huge stadium, and it was it was great. It, and just to think of all the history that took place there, it, I had a really good time at Dodger Stadium. I'm sorry, Joe, uh, but I'm just glad. The traffic, I'm just gonna, the traffic. I'm just glad Utley doesn't play there anymore, so I don't have to see you wearing a Dodger hat. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, I I did get to see Chase Utley taken at bat at Dodger Stadium uh, the last time. It, I was in there.
1: my book, he's never. He was never anything but a Philly. He's never. He's just it was Billy. weird.
3: But uh, no, Dodger Stadium is very, I have to say, it's it's fun, it's nice. I, I like it, even though I just talked about how I like the the, the new ballpark. Uh, and this one is a little bit more cookie cutter. Really strange. You can't go into the outfield seats if you don't have a ticket for them. Like, they're, seg- they're separated from the rest of the stadium. Huh. So you can't, like, you can't do a full loop walking around the stadium. You can only go back there if you have outfield bleacher seats, tickets. <sighs> kind of strange but but anyway uh up and down the east coast uh checked out uh, old yankee stadium new yankee stadium because i was going to college up there uh at the time when the stadiums were uh changing over uh they were there was really weird when new york new yankee stadium was going up they were still playing in old yankee stadium so like there were two yankee stadiums like right across from each other at one point so Uh, fitting yeah, uh, got to see Shea, uh, which was nothing right. much to write home about. But Citi Field is very nice, uh, even though I'm not a Mets fan. Uh, but uh, Camden Yards, I would love to see the new Nationals Park. I haven't been down there
1: yet. Uh, it's pretty nice. Park. I was there for a Billy Joel concert, not for a baseball game, but it was
3: nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. uh, Tromp- Tropicana Field is probably the weirdest one on the list uh, because it's got it's got its own set of rules for when the baseball it's it's in a it's ceiling. And it's got catwalks across the ceiling, and if the ball hits it on a certain part of the catwalk, it's got its own set of rules for what to do in that situation. So, um, it's it's a funny it's a funny stadium. I got to walk on the field because it was kids run the bases. But if you didn't, if you were supervising a kid, you got to go down on the field. But they didn't know if you had a kid or not. I just pointed to some random kid, said that was my kid, because <laughs> like Joe, I wanted to walk onto the field and look around at everything. So uh, I, I, I that, yeah. got to walk on the field and look all around and look look around. The and it's funny because my my family was in the stands. We were actually there to see Mike Trout and the Angels play uh, the Rays uh, because we don't get, we don't get to see the Angels very much. Um, and my family was in the stands and they didn't know that I was gone. And uh, I was. Waving to them from down on the field.
0: Hey, they I were didn't very, see you.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they were they were shocked uh, because <laughs> there's all these little kids running around the bases, and then there's me just waving away. But I will say this: air-conditioned baseball stadiums, not a bad idea.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that air-conditioning has got to be. Intense. I mean,
3: I love to see the baseball sunsets. Uh, there's like a whole thing hashtag baseball sunset, like where you have beautiful sunsets in these baseball parks. But air conditioning.
0: Uh, yeah that. I mean yeah I got to have the sky uh plus like then you can get like fireworks and all kinds of other cool like bells and whistles for when things happen when when you have you know I don't get me wrong I I I see the appeal in air conditioning in all aspects of life uh just cuz I can't stand the heat um, and that's obviously when baseball is you can get out of the kitchen <laughs> uh, yeah um Have you guys been to the Hall of Fame? I think we all have, right?
2: No, I have not. Greg, you haven't been to the Hall of Fame? I've been to the Hall of Fame. Greg, we're going. You have never seen
3: Joe happier. We will leave leave at 4
2: (laughs) a.m., drive up there, spend the day, and then drive home. Sounds the happiest I've ever seen this man. I'll sneak out, and some men will never know. I went twice last year. I went once. Where I magically came down with a terrible illness for two days.
3: It's the same thing I had.
2: Yeah, because yeah. my my dad's work schedule doesn't work with my work schedule. So my dad, my brother, and I went up to Cooperstown. It was our, it was like our Father's Day. No, it was Christmas gift I got him for the three of us to go. And uh, man, I, it was the coolest. It's the coolest place in the world because the whole town is just baseball, and it feels like almost like. Like you would imagine like, like Andy Griffith, like land. Everything's just so pure, but it's baseball everywhere. So every store has every team of everything. You like the Tampa Bay Rays, and you need a spatula for your grill. I got it. You um, need a Philadelphia Ace hat. They got He's it. There. You need a, a National League umpire hat that I'm wearing. You got it. But the 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 Hall of Fame itself is just for a person who loves baseball and even if you're a casual fan and you just enjoy history or memorabilia it's amazing i joke about the 4 a.m trip because later i was talking to harry i was like we gotta go so i just was like we'll go on a weekend we'll go one day we literally left my house myself harry and katie drove 4 a.m and it was like when was it like there was snow on the ground. It was
3: November. Like, it was mid-November, yeah. and it was one of the coldest days of the year. Like, my <laughs> – I think it was, like, 12 degrees outside. When
2: we were and we left at 4 a.m., got up there around, like, 10, yeah. and just went to this, And it was the greatest thing in the world. So, you chickens there. Yeah. Like, what I, else do you need? I
0: went there in the year 2000. Uh, my brother had baseball camp up that way. So, we're like, hey, let's go – when we go pick him up um like let's stop at cooperstown on the way back um for a couple reasons a they really wanted to go see the hall of fame um b that was the year that the Peanuts strip was ending so they had a a, a, i'm a huge peanuts and charlie brown guy um so they had like an exhibit for all about all the baseball strips that was a big thing in that comic um so that was really cool but like the actual hall of fame was really neat um as someone who's like i said at best a casual fan i still it's it's still really cool to see all that stuff. I'm still able to really appreciate it. It's like even if you just know like the general history, like it's really cool to talk about um, Jackie Robinson's display and like all of these different things. I'm actually related to some uh, a Hall of Famer in there, Sandy Koufax. Um, mm-hmm. Robert, he's somewhere on our family. Casually too, dropping right?
3: names. Yeah, <laughs> casually dropping
0: one of the greatest. <laughs> I like I ever met. You've
1: you have have heard of this guy. up a name. I don't know his name exactly, but my cousin co-created Zima.
0: Yeah, you know, you tell me about that. That's why you have an IMD page, an page, right?
1: Um,
2: but if you think about it, people go to, like, National History Museum, and you're looking at, you know, statues and artifacts from the past, and they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That was, you know, King Tut's tomb. Yeah, It's the same thing at the Hall of Fame. You're walking, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the bat that Babe Ruth hit, mm-hmm. you know, his 60th home run. And you're like – you know they have cleats from like, as a Giants fan, they have like a whole bunch of stuff from Willie Mays, and it's like those are actual things that were actually worn by these players, and it's just it it is a historical part. It's amazing. The hall itself, where they get the plaques, is just it's it's reverent, it's quiet, and you can see like the coolest thing that I never knew is under each plaque of a player who. Uh, was in like the armed forces and served, like in world war two or anywhere they put a little thing under each player that has that. So like you can see, and you're like, Oh my gosh, like here's Ted Williams, for instance, you know, had an amazing baseball career, but then he also stopped in the middle of it and, you know, to protect our freedoms and stuff like that. It's just, I loved it. I've been itching to go back. In fact, Katie got me for Christmas, uh, which no lie made me cry Um she got me like a year subscription to be able to go there whenever I want. Obviously COVID hit, so that screwed up a lot. But (laughs)
0: yeah, sorry.
2: But that my subscription in my name was put into baseball to protect baseball's, you know, future. So for me that I'm like, I'm gone, but like my name's connected to the game that I love more than anything. So it blew me away. Like I'm it still blows me away. Like I want to go so bad. Like I know they're open now; they reopened. But like,
0: it's still like I'm still edgy about going to places that have opened up.
2: Yeah, it would be one thing if the Baseball Hall of Fame was around the corner, but yeah, it's yeah. six seven hours away. It's better so. be drive. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, the one cool thing, you know, that a lot of people don't realize is, that, especially when they see all the articles about, like, Barry Bonds will never be in the Hall of Fame, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they'll never be in the Hall of Fame. Peppers. They're still, Pete Rose, they're still recognized, and those achievements are still recognized in the museum that's sort of above the Hall of Fame. Like, the Hall of Fame itself is that plaque room. And one of the the things that, you know, as a, as a baseball fan, it's really interesting really interesting to me and you notice what an achievement it is to to get on there is to think of the entire history of baseball and the amount of players that made the hall of fame fits in you know one room that's i don't know joe how how big would you say that room is i mean you can
2: where the plaques are yeah yeah uh i would say it's about it's smaller than starcade
0: yeah. Wow, really? I, it's been a long time since I've been there. I mean, there
3: there are years where they don't elect anyone to the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's it's not a given for anybody. So, okay. um, it's it's definitely you you feel when you first walk into that room, you feel this sense of uh, like I don't know. There, there's no there's no music. It's just quiet reverence. I think I think in that should room. also
0: mention it's not just players. There's like announcers and coaches yeah. and stuff in there mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's about Harry Callis is in there, right?
3: Yep. Not in the um, plaque room, but yeah, he's he's recognized in the actual building.
0: Uh, okay, for the
3: sports casters,
0: um, but yeah, yeah but I, the, I know it's not uh, just players that right. get inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? Which is and cool because.
3: The museum is really cool if you are a fan of a team and you feel like, oh, well, they never won the World Series and they don't have, like, the all-time hits leader. So, like, there's not going to be anything of relevance for my team. There's a room where they have, like, lockers for every team and they they do have things that were significant uh, for your team, even if your team is a newer team. Uh, We were just joking because when we we went in November, the Nationals uh, locker was just pretty much like, oh, this guy had, you know, like, a couple of hits. He had like a four-hit game or whatever, and like none of it was about the World Series that Series, they had just yeah. won. They were going to have to redo the entire locker because <laughs> they had just won the World Series and, and they every Have a lot, lot of Bryce
2: Harper, Harper stuff in there.
3: Right, right. They had old you know players that aren't there anymore and stuff like that. So um yeah, there's something for everyone there. Uh, I
0: was, was, was gonna say because I know they had like interactive exhibits and stuff. Because one of the things I, I did there is it would have a room with like a bunch of it's a like sound booth, but they have a bunch of game clips. And you can call your own games, essentially. Like, there'll be a little script, but you can really just say whatever you want. But I remember thinking that was really cool because I'm more, i am always been into like AV and, and, and things like that. So it was really like, I thought that was really cool. But like, it's, it's fun to like, again, at best, I'm casual, but like, it was still really cool to be there. Um, so I guess this turned into a Baseball Hall of Fame podcast. And I guess the recommendation is to go oh, to it's it's Baseball and go to
3: Cooperstown. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember really, like, I could only be there for, like, a little bit, so I didn't get to, to really explore the town. But I remember it was just, like, a really cute town. I, I kind of would like to go back there. Yeah, it's,
2: it's like a road so, in, yeah. and there you are. I was I was thinking, I wanted to bring this up, and the Hall of Fame made me think of it. I was yeah. watching the Phils over the weekend, and I saw everyone's beloved, yeah. beloved Philadelphia or Philly fanatic.
0: Oh, yeah, the new and fanatic. And I
2: completely and utterly forgot that they have that lawsuit. So I was yeah. like – Wait, what the heck? Oh right, the lawsuit. That's why the fanatic looks like a goofball now.
0: Oh, because he looks so
2: dignified before. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't look right. I mean, different. Yeah, I've seen the same fanatic since I was yeah for thirty some odd years, and here's the fanatic.
0: I feel I feel like they just slapped some color on him, and like it doesn't look good. No,
3: for me, it's the arms. The arms are too like he's got like these weird like scale things, and
0: he's got weird wings. Like I guess he's supposed to be a bird. Now that I kind of know what he's supposed to be, I'm like, that's not right.
2: I don't want to know what he's supposed to be. He's a Philly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, he's I mean, I guess fanatic. I guess gritty's just kind of become the Philadelphia in general
2: mascot. <laughs> it pretty much so. sums up Philadelphia in a nutshell. Yeah. If yeah, if
1: if, if I could dream up of anything that was so Philadelphia, it would have been gritty. Like gritty is the ultimate.
2: Eyes going this way. Yeah. So
0: we can still claim him as our baseball mascot if we want. Until, until, the, until classic, until classic, fanatic can return. I mean,
1: I, like I don't want to t- speak for gritty, but he would murder the fanatic if he wanted to. Be, <laughs>
0: all right, all right, all right. So who would win in a fight, the fanatic or gritty? <laughs> gritty. To be fair, one's from hockey, uh, which is a much more physically aggressive sport. I do want to give a
3: shout out to the the fanatic's helper. Um, yeah. That guy has been doing it since I want to say. Like the early '90s that he took over. Uh, For a
1: long time.
3: Yeah, he's been he's been at it for a while, and he's not getting any younger. And he's still climbing over row like rows of seats and people, and he's doing it now all around.
0: Yeah, nobody's in there. They've had the same actor for the fanatic for that long. I figured it just changes every year.
3: No, no, it's been one guy and he goes and he takes it very seriously. He wrote like a, an entire book about, you know, performing as the fanatic and oh, what the fanatic would do and wouldn't do. Yeah. And yeah, Um, whole backstory Tom, and... Tom Burjoin, Berg, or I can't pronounce his last name, but it's like Berjoine or something, but he's been there since like the early nineties uh, portraying the fanatic. And uh, he took over for a guy who had been doing it since like the seventies. So there's only really been two fanatic performers. Um, and I think maybe they have like a third guy who does like parties and like offsite events, you know, and he's yeah. the offsite fanatic, but no, there, there haven't been many uh, fanatics in its history. And uh, he's the best mascot in sports. He's been voted the best mascot. in I would
0: say that, that that book's probably really interesting if they're, if they're taking it that seriously, but like there's a real art to like mascot work in general yeah. that I think is underappreciated. Uh, like, even if you go to like, you know, Harry, you were on the theme park episode, even if you, Go to like Universal and like meet the people that are the dressed up by like the simpsons like they're still because you can't really communicate like you still have to 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 be able to to act with your body and through like this probably really hot and uncomfortable suit, but like you said the 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 fanatic you know you ever see him he's like going ballistic all the time
1: the, the fanatic is the, the best mascot in sports. Like I joke about like I love Gritty. I love like,
0: Gritty too, but yeah.
1: But the Fanatic is the like you think of you think of mascots and that's literally the first one I think anybody would think of first. If you have he, any He is
0: the gold standard.
3: Everybody still has to
0: live up to him.
3: There is a mascot or there's a Fanatic uh
2: costume in the Hall of Fame because he's that, you know, well known there's only, there's only two Fanatic and everyone's favorite. The Mr. San Diego Matt? chicken.
1: Wow. Uh, I thought you say Mr. Mitt.
2: The San Diego Chicken is in the worst the worst possible spot, though. Because Fanatic's in this part where it's about ballparks and it's great. The San Diego Chicken, you <laughs> going in. It's right next to, like, the, the part all about um, – Is it next to the like Bandit? And Kissing Bandit? Oh, it's all, no, it's, it's all over by, like, where, like, uh, the, you know, the Latin American countries yeah. and how they are. But on this side on this side, the, the first thing you walk through is them talking about like race and stuff that in baseball's past, you know, like the Jackie Robinson and, and the Josh Gordon or yeah. And then you like turn the corner after seeing this reverent, like p- bad part of baseball and how like, you know, like, Oh, I can't believe America was like this. I'm so glad it changed with baseball. And then you turn the corner and San Diego chickens right in your face. It's like the worst. It's like it's not what I want to see right away. Like I want to like I gotta be in the mood. Like oh yes, you know like it's what they did and the amazingness of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier barrier, and like I mean I'll give the Dodgers credit there. Um, Branch Rickey, I'll give him the credit. Like the Phillies, had, the Phillies
3: had a very bad track record with that with the integration. Did, yeah. They were like one of the last teams to integrate, and yeah.
2: But, but uh, San Diego Chicken. And it's not Diego even you King. see the San Diego chicken facing this way. You smack right into the back side of the San Diego chicken. It's awful. Oh, you didn't even see his face first? No, no. You you see you see the back side of the San Diego chicken. Who wasn't even a mascot for any team. He was just the San Diego chicken. It's
0: just some guy in San Diego who dressed up like a chicken and just ran around.
2: It's 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 majestic, it's beautiful, <laughs> but he's no fanatic. No so i have a question for the panel do you guys
3: speaking of like ballpark experiences do you have a promotion or like ballpark day or night or something Mm -hmm. that you is your favorite
0: i mean i wish i again the surf was still around because they would have dog days of summer where you can bring your dog to the park but when they i used to go to that i didn't have a dog i have one now i think that'd be fun to do but um no, I always like the nights where you go and you get something. Like, now they do a lot of licensed things. Like, oh, it's Star Wars night, so get Darth Vader bobblehead dressed up like a Phillies player or something. Um, uh, they're, they're a Dollar Dog head. night, I guess, is the best one because then still time I'll actually buy ballpark food.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I would say, like, Dollar Dog is probably my favorite, but, like, I don't go to them all that often because it's a bunch of, like, college kids acting like it, acting like college kids do. And that's yeah, fine, right. you know, that's what they do. But um, I love... Saturday night and the and whenever it does happen, Sunday night baseball. Like, I just go to the park on a weekend, Saturday night. Even Friday's not too bad because, like, weekend too, but, like, I I love going to, like, weekend baseball, especially Sunday night. And that's so infrequent that it's just like, most of the games are afternoon games. Yeah. Um,
3: One, one basically uh, in the league.
1: ESPN, yeah. I think ESPN has it. Sundays with Schmidt. But, um, I, that's probably my two favorite. it would be, like, Dollar Dog Night or, um, of course, Jewish Heritage Night. Of course. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but um, uh, yeah, they're probably my two favorite, like a Sunday night baseball game or dollar dog night. If I can go and not be annoyed by college kids. <laughs>
2: uh, I guess I don't like. I said I don't. I haven't gone to many. Uh, I I remember one time going and with my dad and brother and realized it was Roberto Clemente Night, which oh. was like Latin Heritage Night, which was great because you know Pittsburgh runs through our blood, so that was cool. I have always liked, and you know, watching it on TV. And it actually the, the year because the Phillies have not played this week because of the you know pandemic and the Marlins being dumb and not containing their. 18 yeah, team players situation. now I'm that are are I'm sick. so angry about that? Um,
1: I watched.
0: I, I saw that news and I was like, "Of course the Phillies got sick and are getting wiped out from this thing." That's but, just, but we're that's just being a Philly, a Philadelphia fan.
1: Yeah,
3: so the Phillies love, wiped out. The Marlins got wiped out. Marlins got wiped out. The Phillies are just innocent innocent standards. Yeah. But then okay. I thought
0: the Phillies also got sick. No, no one's sick okay. on the Phillies yet. Oh well, not going to.
3: The Marlins off.
1: have 15 players sick. 15.
2: Six. They're up to 16. One more. 16 today. players and two coaches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um But I love yeah. the. I love the and any team can do it. I love watching the retro stuff. Like I love the old uniforms. Oh yeah. I, the other day this week was a year from. The one I know you went to Harry with the, the you know the maroon, the maroon oh, the, shirts, the Saturday Night Special. I the love it.
1: Maroon, right here. Yeah, it oh, was no.
3: maroon tops, maroon bottoms. They wore them one, one. one time, one Full time zip. in their history. Full because, zip, and they got they got destroyed. And for some like, reason, last year the Phillies were like, you know what? Remember those uniforms we wore one time right. and got destroyed? Let's
1: do it again. So they love- did.
3: And they got destroyed again. They lost that
1: game so bad. I love that one. I love the powder blue ones. The powder yeah. blue is like probably my favorite.
2: I, like but I love it in all ones. teams because they wear their old uniforms, and it's just neat to see yeah, like fun. the history. Because like even when they got beat this last year with that look, the Braves who they were playing were their uniforms from the seventies, and that's just cool. Like it shows because baseball is so history driven, and now even like fashion driven. I mean like we're all wearing a different hat. You know, like I Harry on yours, I could see two different Phillies hats. You know, he's wearing, uh, Greg's wearing a different Phillies hat. I'm wearing a thing. So like, you see all this stuff, but to see where it like started and see where things are is really neat. I know, I like love I
1: think, the Astros uniforms.
2: Oh, so good. so good. I know Cincinnati last year did like multiple. Like they went from like the beginning of their uh, uniform through the whole year. So like a different week, it would be like the retro week, and it'd be like. My dad grew up back then, and he loves, uh, which was weird, being in Pittsburgh. He he like it was like I forget when, some sixty one or sixty two, I can't remember what. But uh, the when uh Frank Robinson was playing in Cincinnati, he loved that white uh, hat with the the red C, and like they wore that. And with my dad, like you couldn't buy those hats. Like now we can buy these hats online anyway. So like my my dad's grandmother made him. Uh, A Cincinnati hat with the the Red Sea. For Christmas, my brother and I decided to try to buy him one and of course he gave us his head size or my brother found the right head size in one of his hats and it doesn't fit him. So and trying to like get that hat again has been tough, but Yeah, seeing the the old
3: throwbacks of like the stirrups, the high socks and the stirrups, you know, some Uh, players still wear the stirrups, but uh brings me back to my youth. Yep, yeah.
2: But Harry, Uh, what's yours?
3: Uh, mine, uh, so the Phillies, uh, of course, there's the bobblehead night, which is classic. Um, getting a bobblehead is awesome. Sometimes don't always look like the players because they obviously outsourced it to some like company to do these that have probably never seen baseball, had one picture of the player to make and that was it. Um, but, you know, always a classic the bobbleheads. Uh, but the Phillies, and I don't know if they're unique in doing this, they do uh, a photo night, which was this year, it was the all maroon night where they allow the fans uh to come onto the field into the outfield and uh they rope it off and the players come around and they they'll stop and take pictures with the fans and you get really really close yeah you get really close to pretty much all the players um they you know some of the bigger guys like Bryce Harper last year they kind of like just kind of shepherded him along he couldn't really stop at each different group but you get a lot of face time the announcers come around uh the broadcasters the coaches um and it's it, I don't know if like I said I don't know if every team does that it's, it's called team photo night and um it's it's a really cool promotion and I just have a lot of like great memories my sister uh was like shaking hands with Cole Hamels back in like the heyday of like the the 0809 fills uh during that promotion and it was just a really good time I think it's a really great thing that they
1: do for the fans and I don't know if I forgot about this but I, I love firework nights especially like in major league because like my, like, a lot of the minor league teams have, like, every night. But, like, major league teams, only they have it on 4th of July, and there's all their special nights sometimes. But fireworks night's also a fun night, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you mentioned when the Phillies – remember when they ran, ran, uh, won the World Series? I kind of – I have a story related to that, uh, where they kind of ruined my life for a day. <gasps> oh, no. So, I was in South Carolina uh, visiting family. I was supposed to come back the day after uh, the game where they won. But it rained out halfway through it. Oh, uh, right. So they had to finish it the next night. It, the game was going on as I was landing at the, the airport. And it let out as I landed. And you know, you have to drive past the stadium. So I got stuck in traffic for like five, six hours. Yeah. Oh, no. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't listen to it because I was on the plane. So I was like, well, you know, otherwise if I was stuck in the car, I could be like, I could listen to it on the way home. But like the game had ended by the time we went out. Uh, So that was, that was fun. I mean, I'm glad they won the world series. I'm happy for uh, all the Philadelphia fans at the time. I I was very very annoyed.
3: I I almost failed a a class in college my senior year because of that uh, parade. Uh, I was Huge, you know, the Phillies, especially going away and living in New York for a while, like, I don't know, my, my sports team regionalism, like, I, I just kind of was even more of a fan of the Phillies and obnoxious about it. Um, and so they won the World Series and I was in Staten Island and it was a Friday was going to be the parade. It was Halloween day of 2008. And I had a class that met once a week on Fridays and that was it. And so I uh, I said, there's no way I'm missing this parade. Like, this, this could never happen again in my lifetime. Who knows? So I wrote to the professor, and I was like, Professor, I can't come in. And, like, I just straight up gave him the reason. I was like, the Phillies just won the World Series, and I'm going to the parade. And he was like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You're not missing my class. We only meet, you know, so many times a year because it's a once-a-week class. You can't go. And I told my friend, I said, look, I don't care. I, I'm going. I'm going to this parade. And, like, luckily – we straightened it out after. I got to go to the parade. Uh, it was a great time, but, uh, and it was one of the, my highlights of my life, you know, one of the I, best I days saying, of my life.
0: I, I know I mentioned earlier my brother's a big Cubs fan. All my life he, I was hearing, like, they ever win the World Series. I'm going to Chicago, and I'm going to the parade. I'm going to the parade. Obviously, they finally won the World Series. Um, he was going to go, but, like, whatever reason, his transportation fell through at the last minute so he couldn't go. He was so disappointed. But what was nice about them winning the World Series is it was the easiest Christmas I've ever shopped for him. Oh yeah, just went on MLB.com <laughs> and bought anything that said the, World Series. The merchandise
3: shaping. is ready to go after yeah. right that right after the last pitch. It's just yeah. it's there. It's already up. I but didn't like, get to go to we the. Tried,
0: we tried to watch it with him, but like he was so into intense, he just he had to be away from everybody. So I ended up watching it with my dad, and like we were oh, rooting, we were rooting for them for him, um, you know, because. What what was it? 150 years. That's Something the ridiculous. thing.
3: Like the, the yeah. wins that break a big like losing streak or a franchise drought in championships is just it. It's so much more. Like I don't know if the Phillies won again. Like I'd be happy, but it wouldn't match the same level of excitement yeah. as yeah. that one. Because you let all the air out of the balloon, you know. Yeah, it had been 25 years
2: since like the entire city had won any championship yeah. in any of the yeah. four sports. That's how it was with the Giants when they won. Like I watched. I mean, I watched their parades online, and which is not the same. But like, they won the first when they won the first one. I was so excited because they lost that one earlier in the 2000s against the the Rally Monkey Angels, mm. and I was so upset at that because they they had they lost Game Six. They were still Game Seven, but you know, just like the 86 Mets, you know, they they pulled off Game Six with the Bill Buckner thing, but they still played a Game Seven. But I didn't get to go to the parade, the Phillies parade I wanted to go so bad uh, But at the time I was living With my parents And they were getting construction done on the house And someone needed to be there oh, And no. I was going to go to the parade But my Jerk of, of a brother <laughs> Went with his friend So I was stuck at home And I'm like, you're the football guy I'm the baseball guy Why am I not going to this thing But I watched it, I watched the whole thing I watched, you know I got to watch, you know, Utley, World, Deep yeah. Yeah. yeah, which was amazing. And then watching the, the weirdest one with the parades is I, as a Giants fan, I watched it on there. In there, almost like they're like, you know, the Ricky Botalico kind of feel for the parade. They had, of all people, celebrity, Rob Schneider. <laughs> and I was like, why is Rob Schneider there? They can't find any other San Francisco Giant fan that could sit there. But no, Rob Schneider's there. Thank you, Rob. But I yeah. mean, like, I loved it. And I, I mean I watch every World Series no matter who's in it. I I'm happy when oh, certain oh, teams. Yeah, don't once win. you
0: get to the postseason in any game, because then that's like the best of the best and they kinda all need to win. That's when every sport gets great. i because I don't watch Every, I don't follow every sport every season, but like I watch the playoff games of like, you know, for football and baseball, especially um, like those, those games because I'm just because like I said, I don't I'd like the Phillies to win, but like I don't really care. Um, I just want to watch good games. So that's usually when uh, things are good. I just want the Yankees to lose. That's um, all I want <laughs> in football. I want the Patriots to lose. If, if, if either of those things happen, I'm happy. So, so that was one of the things that
3: made baseball really special, and unlike some of the other leagues, was like the other leagues t- took like half the field uh, of teams and pretty much put them in the playoffs. And this year, baseball's doing that now. But you know, they only had—I mean, I think it was like the the division winners at a time, and then they added the wild card, and then they added the second wild card. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about like the expansion of the playoffs as it's okay. been over the time, but. Uh, those, the, I will say the play – the one-and-done play-in game is exciting to watch. Whether or not that's baseball because you not. play an entire 162-game season for it to come down to one game is really rough. But, Especially when they
1: play the every the, – the loss they have is a two-game set, and that's very rare or semi-rare. Like, it's usually three – the very least it should be a three-game set for the play-in, but I get why they do it. It's all about the money. But no, I, I don't – too many – there's too many teams – in most sports, I think, that go to playoffs. Like, it doesn't feel special when half the league gets in. Um, it, it feels like a mediocre team can get in. And I'm not saying medioc- mediocrity shouldn't get in, but also it's also like you should be better than, than average to get to the playoffs and earn a spot, especially when – especially like, I know this pops in football a lot, is, um, you know, when a team that's – has a better record, but a worse rec- rec team gets in because of the division they're in. I, I know it stinks and it's kind of silly, but I also kind of, I sort of like that. Where like, you, you're 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 in the division that you're in, and you know, be good, bad, or otherwise. There are divisions that stink and there's divisions that are fantastic, you know. But that's I just don't like it when a, a 500 team, or even like a couple games or 500, gets in. Like it just that's my personal opinion. And, you know, I, I get if, if your team is Phillies or Giants or Pittsburgh or whatever team you like, um, because you get more of the team you want to watch. But I just think it kind of lessens, lessens the, the playoffs and the specialness. But it's also also kind of fun seeing, you know, a mediocre team go through the playoffs and get a hot streak and win. So, I mean, there are pros to it, too. Just me personally, I just I don't like seeing mediocre teams getting in, with, especially with baseball. It's such a. There's so much time for you to do what you have to do. But then on the other end of it, it's like you already know you're out of the city. You already know you're out of playoffs playoffs sometimes by the halfway point because you're just a bad team.
2: And you lose it. Yeah. I wish – like I don't, I don't know if 16 teams is what we need, like eight on each side. I feel like that's too much, especially in the shortened season. I get they want to try it. But, like, they're, they're, they're already crunched for numbers and times when they can have anything anyway. So why would you add more? I mean, look what's going on now. The Marlins are missing a whole week. Now that might not affect the Marlins, but what happens if the Marlins get on a hot streak when they come back and they're at the end of the game season? They don't make it in because they miss a full week of games. It's like it doesn't make sense. I wish they. I get the the excitement of a of a playing game when they had it before, uh, but it's baseball. Baseball, everything is about a series. You never really hear, oh, the Phils are coming to town and they're only going to play one game tonight. Yeah. Like, they're there for two or and they're so there they're for really three. make a
1: game Sometimes it. It.
2: Yeah, and you know what? And that's the problem. We get a play game and it's that close thing. Like, you can look like the, the one year the Pirates made it and they were a great team. They just fell, fell like a game short of winning the division and they went into the playoff game and they haven't been in the playoffs since like 92. And they run up against the – they run cold one game. And they're out, and then that whole team is gone, and they're not anywhere near there anymore. Play a three-game set. You want excitement? It's a three-game set. Don't take any days off. The team with the better record gets three games at home, and whoever wins wins. I mean, it's not really, this
1: isn't this isn't baseball per se either. But like, what do you think about doing a doubleheader? I love doubleheaders. So, like in the the the, the playing game would be it's a series of three, but then it would be like you play two games at one day, so it could possibly be like, you know. The one night
0: thing—if you the, one team wins both games—the only yeah. problem
3: I'd have with that is you're gonna field a different team because there's no way the catcher is gonna play both games.
1: Correct, and that's why I think some of the strategy is Unless like I the think fills. It, will make, it will make some <laughs> neat strategy. But I, I get what you're saying. Like I don't think I would like it, but I think there'll be some neat strategy in it. Like you're not gonna have your best team out there. I think. Um, both, no, you're not. Both games, both teams will be like at half or both teams will be like half strength because you have different pitchers, different bullpen. You know, but
2: it almost makes that first game more important. Which yeah. is what you want. It, it's also tough in the playoffs. Is that those games are in September, October? It's colder weather. People aren't home, so the day games are tough. I love day baseball, and it's great. I think during this season, like during the summer, put on a day game and an evening game. I know the White Sox in Cleveland did it the other day, where they played a game. It ended at like seven, and the second game was at like seven forty. Mm -hmm. so it's like you have 40 minutes to wait but you don't have to worry about right now you don't have to worry about turnover and cleaning the stadium and getting people in and out for tickets because there's no one there yeah so i feel like you could get more bang for your buck especially now with the summer if you look the only day games right now are saturday and sunday everything else is evening and with basketball coming back basketball is going to be on every night you want to have people watching the game people are off people are home people are during home. the summer put on, put on a, a day baseball game here and there sure the players have to get there a little early because of protocols and testing but it's baseball they do you know business person specials all the time you could squeeze more games in and have more back end support because what what they're doing with the 16 team playoff is you're running those 60 games in 66 days and if if there's a weather concern and something gets canceled this. The Marlins, the Marlins situation. I mean, hopefully it's an anomaly and it's only this one time. But who knows? Like,
1: I mean, look. I mean, look. At the, the Marlins affected the Phillies. They affected the Yankees. I mean, just because the Phillies and Yankees don't have anybody that tested, uh, it stumbles
2: down.
1: Yeah, just yeah, like so. Like, there's a lot of missing games right now. Yeah,
2: and, and there's not a lot of
3: time built into the schedule to make yep. those games up either. Like, right. There's only like three off days.
2: And if uh, you're and you're so worried about health and safety of pitchers with pitch counts and arms and player safety in general, you're squeezing all of this in and giving yourself no back-end balance. Because if, you know, you get into September, who the heck knows what kind of weather you're getting. You could lose two full weeks of different teams with any sort of weather. And then what happens? You have no contingency plan of this backup. And, and not only that, I mean, you know, from for what it's worth, you know, people get more sick
1: during the wintertime, whether you get the flu, common cold, Covid could be even worse. Who yeah. knows? But like, there's a lot of problems going into like the the, the colder weather with, with baseball and football. But baseball, especially, it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so I, as far as this expanded playoffs, I'm okay with it for
3: this season because it, it it I feel like the more teams you let in at the end of the year, the less of an impact and a less of a importance your regular season has. And this season's already kind of all kinds of messed up because of the 60 days the COVID everything so if you're going to mess up a season <laughs> do it now and there's only 60 games that you're you're really impacting when it's a full 162 game season and you're bringing in 16 playoff teams then I I have a little bit more of a problem with it because I feel like those 162 games don't matter as much um, and you're going to have all kinds of play- teams making it in now on the flip side I'm wondering if this is going to make a lot of those bottom feeder teams with owners who don't want to spend money actually want to compete because that's a big problem in baseball right now too, is like the perennial tanking teams. And that, you know, by June, you're so far out of it that you're not making any trades. You're not making any effort to, to make, put a better product on the field for your fans, you know, for your team. It's just, I'm just going to collect my paycheck because I own a baseball team. Like, I, I think that needs to change, too. And whether that's a salary floor with a salary cap, I don't know. But I think that's a problem that baseball needs to, to address.
0: Yeah, I've kind of always said salary, floor, and cap would help baseball a it's, lot. Because the teams that spend a lot of money always are consistently, like, always at the, the, the top, and teams that don't are always at the bottom. So it's like you, know, like you said, they're the, the perennial losers. Like, you know. And it's, it's no one thing to lose – be
3: it's one thing to lose on bad luck. It's another thing yeah, entirely yeah. to lose because you're not even trying. Like, you're not trying to improve your team at all. Yeah, yeah, like
0: this, a, yeah, there's no, like, even playing field uh, the, almost. You know? well,
1: like, I think one of my things I could, like, that come, jumps to mind, like, immediately, and I'm sure both you and Joe can speak to more than I could. But I remember, you know, that one year in the 90s when the Marlins won. And it's like, it was a huge surprise. Like, and then the next year, they, they trade everybody away. Yeah. You couldn't afford them. But they couldn't afford him. It's like a, it's, a, it's like a, one of those circles, you know. They couldn't afford him because nobody was coming to see him. But you don't give the team enough time to to get a fan base when they're good. But that next year they just got rid of everybody and they stunk. And so it's like that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Look, look at what their outfield would be now if they kept Stanton,
3: if they kept Yelich, if they kept you know, it's like Azuna. What, Azuna. I mean, they traded like they like you said, uh, Greg. They they did the exact same thing just in the last well, year where you're, they had start out those players but they can't pay them. and they had a new owners group that came in and leveraged they had to, all this debt to buy the baseball team in the first place that they they're not gonna spend anymore to put a
1: put a product on the field. Speaking of that as a quick aside, how about Mahomes buying part of the Royals? Ridiculous. That'd be great. <laughs> Crazy like He's like, I make so much money now that I'm going to buy part of the Royals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for, buying a baseball
3: team in a pandemic, uh, you know, apparently is a very lucrative thing. Uh, for months, the owners were saying, how oh, they're, they're going to be poor. They're going to be out of money. And here you have people coming in to buy baseball teams. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: it's a buyer's market. Yeah.
2: And you got yeah. the Dodgers giving 300 and some odd million to Mookie Betts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah All I, those months of crying poor. I don't get it.
2: It's what the thing with uh, you were talking about, like the, all those teams, at the bottom dwellers, trying to like maybe compete and trade. Problem is, okay, so you have sixteen teams going in, and there are a definite number of bad teams. Royals, Marlins, my Giants are not very good. I watched the game. I'm like, I don't know who any of these people in the outfield are. But you, but you got Gay, yeah, Gary Gah- 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 Kapler. So you again, <laughs> like I said, Darren Ruff yeah but they don't have anybody but like these teams there's gonna be since there's 16 teams going in the playoffs there's not how much of a seller's market are you gonna get like because you're gonna have these teams like the marlins are they gonna trade off all these young players that they have that are good the giants maybe are okay because they're they got older veterans that could fill in but they're top heavy like the contracts are ridiculous that's why they're awful I mean that and Buster Posey decided to opt out because he didn't want to play during COVID times, which I don't blame him. (laughs) Um, But like you have players that didn't live up to the contract and that's, I don't know. It's money in baseball makes no sense.
3: I just, I, I've been very disappointed with the baseball owners, uh, especially these last few months. And I feel like a lot of them don't actually like the sport of baseball. They just they just want to get their paycheck. They want to get paid. They want to get their royalties or whatever for owning the team. But as far as the actual sport of baseball goes, they could care they could not care less. And uh, it's it's just as a fan, it's very frustrating. I don't feel like I don't put the Phillies management and ownership in that cha- that camp. But for competitive balance and looking at baseball as a whole as a sport, it, it's just frustrating to me.
2: Yeah, the spends spend stupid money. Yeah. Yet they can't say. Although, yeah, can check back with me in a year when we, when we if, see they, if, they let, <laughs> if they let Ryumoto go,
3: uh, then you can put them in that category. Yeah, they're not actually trying. And no. I, then I'll feel bad for Bryce Harper because they made all these promises when they brought him in that they were going to spend and feel
1: that's, that's the reason why Bryce has like, got to sign him, got to sign him. He, he knows that the Phillies are probably looking really hard at getting rid of Ryumoto as a cost cutting measure probably bring up some pictures in or whatever else, but like clearly Bryce has a vested interest in keeping him until you're the best catcher in baseball right now. Um, that's why he spoke up. I think Bryce has a lot of sway, especially with Middleton, um, that to make, keep him happy. You know, they're paying him a lot of money over the next 12 years. And I'm not saying they should, they're gonna win the world series every year, but they should be in the playoffs. I would say at least six out of the next 12 years should be. If, if, if they do it right. If, and if it goes back to like the four or five, five teams going to make the playoffs, whatever, five teams, six teams, whatever it is. Um,
3: yeah, their problem is the rest of the league or the rest of the division got very young and very good as very well, good. all yeah. at the same time. The, I mean, the Nationals got better. The Braves got better. And we'll see what happens this season because they had a lot of pieces leave. But um, everybody has re- been rebuilding with the Phillies. And I feel like they've been rebuilding better than the Phillies, faster than the Phillies, uh, right. or at least internally.
1: Yeah, I I I don't disagree with that. I think that's that's really valid, and like the Phillies really need to get some of their get their uh, their minor leagues in shape um, real quick. I know they have a couple of players coming up. They're gonna let them play this year. Um, what's next? Spencer, their name? Spencer Spencer Howard. Alec and, and Baum. Right? Alec Baum. Yeah. yeah, like they really need some homegrown talent. That's why the Phillies were so good in the in the oh eight oh nine oh seven because they had Hamels, Rollins. <clears throat> Oddly. They're
3: homegrown core.
1: They're homegrown. They, they, they. they, they are frontline. Yeah, they, they, they all, <laughs> they all came up from the Phillies farm system, and like, you can't keep buying people. Now, that being no. said, like, catching yeah, not we fought a war about that. Is is really important? I mean, they, they, they had they Afaro, who's okay at best. They had they have Nap right now, who is just a spot player. Like, they don't have anybody to back him up. Um, and their bullpen stinks. Like. That. but uh, i
0: wonder, I wonder if um maybe uh, i this would be kind of a, a, a probably logistic nightmare to figure out, but what if like players and like just people in the organization got a little skin in the ownership game like while you're working for them like maybe you can get a cut of so that would there's there's like some like maybe you own like a share or whatever however you could split it up in the the franchise maybe that would be some sort of incentive to keep people like in, invested in, in making the team better
1: well, are you talking about the players or are you are I'm talking about
0: yeah just the, the, everyone the, the players the management and stuff well, my, my problem with that,
1: my, my, part, my problem with both parts is they make enough money as it is and not saying that money should be end all be all but you make enough money where that should be incentive enough to play the game I'm and not the, talking
0: so much about the money part of it but like when it's, it, it gives you a little piece of ownership of, of the franchise you know what I mean it's, like, it's tough know. because the
3: players move around so much uh, anymore. There was a lot of back in the day. There were a lot of players that they they were on one team their entire career, and that was it. I mean, I it was that. synonymous with that franchise. Yeah, I mean, nowadays there's a lot of bouncing around um, that you would have to account for if you did something like that.
0: Yeah, I'm it, just trying to, just because you're talking about like this lack lackadaisical, uninterested owners. You know, trying to get some people that like have some passion for it in. in in, in a position where, like, they can kind of steer the ship a little bit. I don't know. I'm just trying
2: to – like I'm of, not going
0: to claim to be an expert in any of this, and I don't think we're going to solve
2: – I feel like some lackadaisical teams – I mean, we're beating up on the Marlins, uh, but I feel like they're a team that they're, they're bottom dwellers, and they have been for a while. Granted, they, they moved on from people that they knew in their heart that were, there was no way they're going to be able to sign. So obviously they knew they were not going to be able to sign John Carlos and Yellich or those guys. I mean, what hurt them, I think a lot is um, that one pitcher of theirs that passed oh, away.
3: Jose Fernandez.
2: Yeah. I think that really curtailed a lot because he would have been that guy that was there that even if they got rid of the bats, they could build around. Uh, but they're starting to, you know, get some traction – I mean slow but steady but they're they're trying to do it almost like Houston did it or like Kansas City did it when they won like build up it takes a while cuz you're down at the bottom but like cuz they got new ownership i mean Derek Jeter's involved yeah. they're not going to let that he's not there just going give me money give me money cuz he, he cares about baseball right so you're going to get like some Eric of that not hear that much but he cares yeah and i know like i you know there's there's there are people that are trying and and they're building that's why i like the idea of you know, Patrick Mahomes being a part of Kansas City is because <coughs> he's not going anywhere. A man is going to be in Kansas City the remainder of his career. And he's, he's this beacon and everyone, you know, future Hall of Famer, even though he's only played like two years. But, uh, you know, he's a part of it. So he's going to be interested in the betterment of the city. And I feel like that helps also because once the city has more of a vested interest in the team, even if they're growing people pay more attention like what kills is tampa bay tampa bay is a great team they got a good core group and they're really powerful but no one in st pete gives a hoot they they don't care
3: yeah and the owner has threatened to move the team and you know whatever if they don't give them a new stadium or, or whatnot and it's just like as a fan if you live in that area and you can't afford to go to a game or you don't go to the game, whatever. I mean, how does that make you feel when your owner is like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just put the team in
1: Canada? Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I think – but, like, as weird as it sounds, like, I think that's actually the owner caring enough where, like, he realizes, like, the, the fans don't care. There's not there's enough fans that care in that area. This goes for, like, especially for hockey also. There's too many teams in places that fans don't care, like Phoenix and both both Florida teams in hockey are, like, nobody gives a shit. There's a small core of people –
0: I never understood the Southern State hockey teams. because again, a I, I, I just curse yeah. it
1: again. But, I know.
0: I, I'm not going to edit it. I'm getting, I, think,
1: I'm doing that. I think that, you know, I think Canada really needs another, another team or two in baseball or move it to a place where people care. Like, they're doing – like, hockey's coming back to uh, Seattle or going to Seattle. I think they need – yeah. Seattle needs a basketball team. Seattle yeah. loves Sonics.
2: Like, bring back the supersonics
1: there, there's so many things you can do now like through social media to figure out what area is dying for a sports team and where it would do well where it doesn't make any sense where why keep a team in st pete or phoenix or bring montreal bring them back to the No, i love that i love montreal like i want the right? to come back in hockey you know
3: I'd love to see Philly get an American League team again. Here. Just see, like, people's minds just split when they have to like make the decisions. Only
1: major cities, or the Or the only major city in the United States doesn't have, a, has, have, doesn't have an AL team, I think, no. if I remember correctly. I, I mean, I, I love making ribbing it with the
3: uh, the Yankee fans and, you know, going back and forth with them when we do the interleague. But, uh, you know, having an American League team in Philly would be would be huge. I would love. It. I think the fan base would be able to support
2: it, but the, no, that's just me. Yeah, well, because if depending on which team is playing well, they would go to those games. Oh, Exactly. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, look, look in Chicago. You know, the White Sox have a good young team, but who's like realistically? Are you going to, if you have a chance to go to a game in Chicago? Are you I going? Thought,
0: I thought their fans hated each other, though. They do. Yeah.
2: But if you're going to go to a game and you have a chance to go see a game in Chicago, like if I flew into Chicago. And I just wanted to see a baseball game. They both are playing Cubs. in town. In I'm going to go to a Cubs game because I have a Cubs. I'm not going to go the to the history. White Rocks. The history. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to New York, uh, I'll probably go to Yankee Stadium because who really wants to go see the Mets?
0: Well, I, I know one of our other uh, regulars here is a big fan of the Metropolitans. <laughs> um, so hopefully he enjoys this episode. Uh, We're not busting we, on the Mets too much. Yeah, we didn't say. I, I actually complimented Citic Field. Yeah. yeah. I've got well, nothing. to put Chase Utley on like here. do all the for wants some, some reason. I just I find them I find them smug because they like buy so many championships, uh, so I like to see them lose. But um, to change gears slightly, I know we're going pretty long, but uh, it's baseball. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious some of your guys' opinions on this. Uh, what's your favorite baseball movie? Um, if you guys need a minute to think about, no, oh, I know it all.
1: I know it right now. I can yeah. all all right, right, Greg, I've, what's I've got mine. This a little league? big league. The Sandlot. That's Absolutely. mine
0: that's mine too. I love The Sandlot.
1: The Sandlot is an amazing movie. It's it's perfection. It's, it's what tri-
0: it's childhood in a movie. Like it's, it's so baseball, great.
1: It's what the it's what the the theme of, and the core of baseball is. It's what that movie is. And it's so great and like if you want to get into baseball, get your kids into baseball, have them watch The Sandlot. So it just shows well, you really.
0: Yeah. what's great about it is it's 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 a baseball movie but it's about so much more than that you know it's about your childhood and friendships and like the kind of scrapes you guys get in together and how how the 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 sport together brings you brings a group of misfits together you know um oh it's great i love it i hope we all don't pick that i got it no
3: no no i I got it all right what's yours harry then i had to go with my angels in the outfield i thought you were gonna Uh, say
0: angels in the outfield Uh, mainly
3: because of christopher
0: lloyd i know
3: it's uh, you know, again, I'm a little bit younger than you guys, so like that came out like mid '90s. They were the California oh, Angels I, at the time. I saw know.
0: it in theaters, man.
3: Um, but it it was probably the baseball movie I watched the most, and I still quote it all the time. I'm like, oh, looks like a prison photo, you know, if somebody has like a bad picture. Uh, but yeah, no, gotta gotta have the wings.
0: There's there's a couple of great baseball movies I want to talk about if if, if unless Joey brings them up. Oh, uh, baseball movies. Um, trying to think. Well, you brought in Bad News Bears earlier, so it got me thinking about this in the back of my well, head. Bad News
2: Bears is, is great because it, it reminds me of Little League Baseball. The last year I played it, the team I was on was awful. Uh, <laughs> the one the one kid held the bat. He batted right-handed, held it like this, which you could, like, for <laughs> your arms. Uh, one of the kids stole another kid's bike. That same kid wanted to fight an umpire in the middle of the game, and the kid was no bigger than this microphone. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it felt – Real, um, you know, I have. I think everyone's seen uh, a league of their own. League of their own's I good. good, yeah. that was really great. I feel like Tom Hanks, this is the epitome of like that grizzled old baseball player that just you know, like you know, well, I mean, everyone, it, it everyone knows the, knows the game yeah, yeah. yeah kind everyone of knows
0: there's no crying in
1: baseball, no like, yeah.
2: Uh, rookie of the year,
0: rookie of the rookie. year is my brother's favorite because it's
2: the Cubs. That's, that's when we get the rubber arm, right. Yeah, yeah
0: he, he breaks his arm. He can like pitch amazing.
2: Yeah, that's what's where he the gets a learn of really him... great line. Funky butt loving. Yeah, what's was... the
0: one with Charlie Sheen? Major
2: league, major league, major league, major league. Major league. Yeah, yeah. Major league second favorite. Major, major league's Jabu. really
0: good too. Major league's uh, really cool. Quality.
2: There's that you know the the you know Jabu, Jabu, Jabu. Got yeah, to get the bats. Got to wake up the bats. Willie Mays Hayes Willie's Mays Hayes It's it's a good one. Um, it's not really. Uh, I'm gonna. It's not a baseball movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out and say my favorite is uh, the Ken Burns documentary about baseball. Cop <laughs> <laughs> out. Classic. Classic. I would I say it's it. not like, a
0: movie, but whatever. It's a it's good. Like honestly, that's I had always kind of been around baseball and like it, but that's was the one. Like a good documentary can completely change your mind, your outlook on a subject. Yeah. And man, that's it makes baseball fascinating. Not that it's not already that, but like it's so digestible for a non someone who's not already like immersed
2: in, in the history and culture of baseball to like really appreciate it. They, they break it down into these like little episodes and each episode is like one thing. So, you know, they talk about, you know, the white Sox scandal and how it brought baseball down. Yeah. And then the next episode is all about, you know, the savior of baseball who most people say is, you know, Salt and the SWAT, the Great Bambino himself, Colossus of the Clouds. They, they talk about everything, you know. They, you know, yeah. how the it's I I. But you know, as a baseball like purest fan love, it, it's just like I get sucked in. But no, I you know all those movies. I forget the name of the movie that was the uh, about the twins. Of all movies, there was a baseball about the twins where his grandfather owned the a team. little big league. Yes. I watched that movie, I think, more than I watched like any other movie, and I don't know why. Dude, that's an owner, that cared.
1: An owner yeah, that cared.
2: He cared about it. His 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 grandson loved it. He died and gave the team to the grandson, and the grandson was like the general manager and coach. <laughs> wow. And he was like 14.
0: Hey, have you not seen Little Big League?
2: I haven't seen that one. No. Oh, it's good. It's not good. Twins. Ah,
3: bad. It's a list. I was going to say, uh, Eight Men Out is a good one, too. That's another Christopher Lloyd baseball movie. Uh, oh, I didn't know there was another Christian
0: Lloyd baseball movie. He,
3: he's a side character, but it's about right. the White Sox uh, scandal, the Black Sox. It's the um, John Cusack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a young uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he plays Yandu in the Guardians movies. Uh, Michael, Michael oh, Rooker. Oh,
0: Michael Rooker, Yeah, yeah.
3: He's, he plays one of the baseball players. Uh, good, good one. Field yeah. of Dreams. We haven't said anything. Oh, about field of course, of Dreams, Field
0: but, of Dreams. Everyone uh, loves Field of Dreams. MLB
3: but. was trying to recreate the field for one yeah, of the was games this cool. year. And they're still doing it. Are they going to? Okay.
2: Yeah, they're they still like, doing that, it. They're not doing it with.
0: Cool. They should then, play the All Star game there.
2: They're not doing it with uh, the same teams because okay. with, with COVID, obviously, East Coast teams are playing East Coast teams, Central, Central. So it's, I think it's <laughs> still the White Sox, but I think it's White Sox Cardinals. Okay. All right. Which still kind of works. Yeah, team with history. Yeah, instead of White Sox, Yankees, which would have been but if, you, if you
3: don't know what we're talking about, Major League Baseball was recreating the field from the movie, uh, and they were going to have an actual Major League game on, on the field, which is kind of cool. Yeah,
0: it just dawned on me, like, how many good baseball movies there are. Like, I'd say Fair more than amount. probably on the other sport, because, like, football, what do you got? Like, uh, inside.
2: Rudy, Brian's uh, home.
0: Uh, Invincible, the, the Titans, story of Vince Papale. Yeah, and it's it's cool. it, I almost forgot Remember the Titans Any given Sunday um, But like there's no, like What hockey movies are there Like Mighty Ducks
1: Miracle M- M- Mighty Ducks And Slapshot That's really about it
0: And Hoosiers yeah. I, mean, I guess
1: Goon's actually really good I don't know if you've seen that movie Goon is very like, good
0: what, what good basketball movies are there Space Jam
1: White and Man I, Can't oh, you know, Tell It's
0: not even good But like it's entertaining Like
1: Mike Come on
2: like- Oh yeah like Mike Air, <laughs> Air, like, I, I, just, Air Bud like, yeah is there an just... <laughs> Ernest movie That he plays basketball in <laughs> Yeah Ernest basketball, sure.
0: <laughs> but there's something about baseball and like its earnestness and like people kind of. Like, I don't know if because the the, the, the
1: natural is a good baseball movie. Yeah, great, because great. you have to like Durham,
0: field so many people to, to even play. Like you kind of need to have like it's more like there's so much more around baseball than other things. Moneyball
2: is an excellent baseball movie. Yeah. yeah,
0: Moneyball's good. Like there's a lot of good baseball movies out there. Baseball's been
2: America's pastime forever, and well, like, it's. Up- like, it's you know, stories
0: in, in talking about the, our favorite ones, like we're Greg and I. Was, our pick is *The Sandlot*, and it's really not about baseball. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be about a, ba- a, a bunch of kids that play baseball together. Like it's more about like trying to get a ball back from a big scary dog. Um, yeah, I don't. But,
3: know There's something about baseball that lends itself to like storylines and heroes and villains. I was just thinking yeah. about the Astros and the whole drama that went down with the, them and the Dodgers uh, this past weekend, and how. Uh, you know, the the Dodgers are angry because they they cheated, you know, a few years ago by banging on trash cans. And so, you know, one of the pitchers took it upon himself to throw at them. And, you know, it's just you've got these storylines going on that are like, I I don't know, it's more compelling, I guess, because everybody who is on the team is either taking the field or they're at bat. Whereas, you know, football, half the team isn't playing, depending on which side of the ball you're on. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's something more, I feel like, more narrative driven in baseball.
0: Yeah, or maybe it's because baseball's so boring, you have to make up a story in your head to make it interesting. (laughs) Starring Christopher Lloyd.
2: I feel like with with like like Bad News Bears and The Sandlot, it has that feel of like most
0: underdogs, you know, underdogs,
2: and most kids that grew up, you're you're sort of I feel like almost everyone at some point or another played baseball, be it T-ball or you played it in gym or something, and you get this idea of how it is. And kids that stuck with it and played, like, Little League or or anything like that, you you ended up doing stuff like that. Like, getting friends together and going playing in a ball field. And granted, the Sandlots at that time when, like, it's the 60s, it's the 70s, like, that's – it's America's pastime. Bad News Bears, same idea. You're just these kids playing summer ball. Like, it's part of growing up. And that I think that's what always connected me to those because it just reminded me of my childhood and i think that's what baseball connects with it's it's memories and connection like we can watch a game tonight uh you know and it could be a like a two-run game and i could talk to my dad and he'll be remembering a time where he watched a game you know 1965 or whatever and it was a two-nothing game and he remembers sitting on every pitch and his favorite player was batting and it's it's the same but it's years ahead and it still has that connection and you still get that same feel of, of the game. And it, and even in this shortened season, and even in, you know, in this time, it still has that connection. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I have that connection now.
0: Yeah. And, and to pull the curtain back a little bit uh, on this, this specific episode, part of the reason I, I wanted to talk about baseball with you three specifically is I, I've been privy to many of your baseball conversations over the years as we've known each other for a while. Um, like you guys are so passionate and into it that like, even though it's not, I don't always understand everything you're talking about. It's really fun to like listen to and, and, and just, it, it comes through when people are really like legitimately into it, like this passionate about something. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. Cause you know, I would always say like, you know, we pick a topic that's interesting to us. I'm most, I was mostly on this one, just kind of hit record as uh, was my joke. But like, you know, I, I wanted to do this. Um, if people, if viewers want or um, are interested in us coming back together at the end of this season to maybe I'm talk in, I'm about interested like, how things I'm, went. If I'm um,
2: <laughs> you know. only one person wants to hear us again, I'm down.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> if anybody yeah, made I'm it this good. far.
2: Look, <laughs> I want to hear it again. I'm going to listen to this podcast again and I'm going to mute I, myself I did, every time I'm talking. I have
0: set it up so that I can do live episodes of this and people can can send us messages and chat with us. So if people want to talk baseball at the end of this uh, at the end of the season uh, we, we can do that if you guys we are maybe make that our
1: first live our first live episode. Well Ooh. it could be
0: your first live episode. We already had a live episode. That's right with Lori Foster, with, right? With Lori and John Pence. But um be we've been talking for like two hours now. Um so probably <laughs> it's getting like late. Just, I know
2: I know it's like five minutes.
0: I know several of us have to get up in the morning, but uh
2: I saw I, I to right think, there. yeah I, yeah. I <laughs> But I'm having fun. I, I, I,
0: you know, I no, it. dude. That's part of the. So I'm always the plan for the podcast is always like, oh, we'll talk for an hour. But we all, we always get into such good conversations, like no one ever wants to stop. Uh, but you know, I do need to to stop this so I can get up and edit it and get it ready to go for Friday because we're recording this on uh, the Wednesday before it releases. Um, but yeah, I, I uh,
1: just, just, Scott, just go extra innings.
2: It's okay.
0: Yeah, we can go yeah. extra innings
2: on this. Didn't um, put anybody on second. It's fine.
1: Yeah,
2: we're in the playoffs. Those extra inning things don't matter. We can go forever. There's got to yeah. be a winner.
0: I'm surprised we uh, went this not far. an all star like,
2: game.
0: I'm surprised we went this far without as many baseball puns. I was making them before we started. Maybe I just my, I, I blew my uh my, my drained oh, my man. tank on them.
1: I, I take this very seriously,
3: Scott. Very seriously.
0: Baseball, come on.
3: Yeah, we got to talk about like favorite games. We got to talk about why ice cream is better in tiny helmets, plastic part helmets. Part two. Part two. Oh no, Dude, I've got I'm so in. much. So like much I told, there. like I've told
0: everyone I know that wants to be part of the show. Even if I did a topic. Uh, that uh, is, has been covered before, we're going to definitely circle back around. In fact, that kind of leads us into our next episode. Our first episode, we talked about Star Trek. We talked about the CBS All Access shows. And it'd be a good segue, because also baseball, the, if you're watching the YouTube video, the hat I'm wearing is uh, the Deep Space Nine team, the Niners. Um, we're going to talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine next, next week. uh and it's going to be our biggest crew so far because everyone I know that le- wants that likes Deep Space Nine wants to talk about it, and I can't say no. And Harry, I know it's. I'll say no. Harry, I know. Is it... I, this is kind of like our uh, our response to hailing frequencies. Yeah. Because whenever we're on that, we always talk about Deep Space Nine. So we're going to get it out of our system now.
2: We're going to be talking ha- about baseball next week, Darren. So, so oh, baseball so, will be in it. Uh, the, baseball the, the, and Star Trek.
0: Cisco, the the what the 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 quote unquote captain of the series because it's really an ensemble piece is really into baseball and it's kind of like a lost art in it um they have an episode where they play baseball the whole whole team that's where my hat comes from that's their logo you know the the baseball but like using one of the pylons from this the station um so we'll we'll end up talking about that a little bit i think we're gonna try to set it up so even you could listen to it harry and still enjoy it but we're trying not to go too deep into episode specific stuff
3: I can talk about that one episode of the next generation where they talked about, uh, there's actually baseball. a couple
0: episodes of next generation where they, uh, well, yeah, there is one where they talk about baseball, which is partly the inspiration for this. Cause it was you and, uh, Mike, right. Mm-hmm. End up talking a bunch about baseball. And I remember driving, I think I was driving to Cape May and listening to that. I was like, wow, they've been talking about baseball for like 20 minutes, but this is really interesting because they're really into it. So hopefully our listeners get a little bit of that, but, uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing next week. But um, I guess we'll let everyone uh, sign off here. Um, uh, Joey, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, people can, sure. can find you.
2: Sure. Uh, I just want to real quick say thanks for having me. Oh, I of feel course. like you said in these conversations, these are things that I've talked about in, in the store multiple times with Harry, with Greg. And then I, I would be remiss to not mention, uh, I believe it was blanking on the last name. Was it Bob Morgan who was yes. like a Yankee fan? Yep. He came in all the time and we would always talk about baseball. Yep. He was a diehard, diehard Yankee and he did the, the fantasy baseball, which blew my mind. But uh, I'll plug. Um, I'm part of a streaming group on Twitch. Uh, it's Poorly Played Games. Uh, you can find us on there. Uh, we're a little up and down right now because a lot of us are starting back up with work due to the COVID. So our, our hours are a little different, but you can always uh, log on, follow us on there. Uh, We're always live on Saturdays doing social games. And then throughout the week, people pop on and off. Uh, Once things get a little settled and the dust clears and people get back to the norm, we'll get back into it real deep. But that's all I got to plug. That and uh, Giants don't be too bad, even though you got Gabe Kapler, which makes you 10 times worse.
0: All right, Harry, where can people follow you?
3: uh i guess i'll plug hailing frequency since we were just talking about it. it's a star trek the next generation podcast where we go uh, episode by episode through the next generation we're up to season three um we're again up and down because my schedule's all over the place but uh, we're early in season three so you can go back and listen to it a lot of these folks have been on it joe we'll we'll bring you on for baseball star trek a baseball one. i'll just
2: talk about baseball i, <laughs> I mean
0: I if you guys want to do a, a special baseball episode you can just do the deep space nine episode uh Take me out to the Hollow Suites. It's kind of a weird standalone one, there you uh, go. so you can kind of just watch it. It's got Warf in it. that's a okay. character right. you know.
3: I knew that I, Warf.
2: Yeah, I know who that is too. Yeah,
3: yeah
0: Warf. So. has my favorite line. It's the, my other baseball shirt. I'm not wearing it now, um, but you know his his. They're trying to teach them how to smack talk because they need to. They need to teach everyone how to play the game because nobody knows how to play it, even the humans. Um, so his thing is he just yells death to the opposition in the middle <laughs> of the game, and it's really uh, to me Sounds it was hilarious. About right. Sounds about um, right. I'm Sure, many uh, that, Red
2: Sox people yell that to Yankees players. And, yeah,
0: so. but, uh, ah. but uh, you can find Greg and I are from uh, Level Up Entertainment. Um, you know, we're a comic book and video game store uh, in the Hamilton Mall in Mays Landing, New Jersey. Um, you know, follow us. Uh, we're at Level Up Entertainment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. LevelUpEntertainment.com is our main website. ShopLevelUp.com is our web store. Um, we can do. We can ship to you. We do curbside pickup now because, you know, these trying times that we find ourselves in. So, but we are very, I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, this has made me a huge germaphobe. So the store is kept very, very clean and disinfected. Um, I don't like touching other people when we exchange money. So I'm I'm constantly uh, sanitizing and cleaning everything. The store is clean, but if you don't feel comfortable coming out, um, we do have ways to get you your comics and video games and other things. Um, Right now, we also are in the middle of free comic book summer. Uh, where each Wednesday, a bunch of new comic books that were supposed to be out on Free Comic Book Day uh, in May, which obviously got canceled due to COVID, have been coming out, so you can pick them up. I think the most recent week, it's been uh, Stranger Things, uh, Batman Overdrive, and the reprint of The Boys Number One are now available. Um, You can come in the store, uh, they're free with any purchase. If you buy anything on the web store, I'll include some of them with them for you. uh I, all of uh, august we're going to be doing uh some stuff it's going to be our 13th anniversary as a business teenager years yeah, yeah. so we've been we've been talking about doing a bunch of different things uh for it it's kind of a big milestone now that our store's a teenager um but obviously we can't do a big in-store event because of the coronavirus um but stay tuned we'll be announcing some stuff i even uh so this should come up before some of those announcements do um, but yeah, is Greg, did I miss anything there?
1: No, but I think you got it covered and, you know, not to keep going on it, but yeah, just, you know, keep, keep following us online on social media, you know, our birthday party is oh, yeah. coming up. Come to the store and uh,
0: talk to us about these things, uh, leave comments, yep. uh, wherever you see this, you can follow us. We're now on uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, I've submitted to iTunes like two months ago and I haven't heard anything yet. That's weird. Um, so if there's any place where podcasts you like to listen to them, let me know and I'll get us on there. Um, if you have suggestions for future episodes, uh, either leave a comment wherever you're seeing this or, uh, send us a message contact at levelupentertainment.com or if you can come into the store, come in and talk to me about it. I've had a couple people uh, talk to me about the podcast in the store, which is super nice. Um, I make these just for my own amusement. So if anyone happens to enjoy it all the better, um, but thank you so much for listening to it. And thanks so much for you guys for your, your, your time. Um, I, yep. hope, I hope this was enjoyable for everyone because I enjoyed listening to
2: I absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I, I can talk about baseball forever.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Well, we might come back at the end of the season. Um, I'm, I'm scheduling out uh, the next couple of months of podcasts. I think October is going to be really busy. I'm planning to do a bunch of spooky time things with that,
2: uh, which should be fun. What's spookier um, than the end of the baseball season?
0: Not exactly, because I know that's usually
2: when baseball ends. But
0: we'll who knows? They might push some stuff back if half, if more of the teams get
2: sick. Who knows if we'll um, even make it to the end of the season? Right. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. But until next time, guys, uh, stay safe out there.
2: Yep. See y'all later. Bye. Thanks for listening, Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening.